being a responsible adult. Hell yeah. Huh. Huh. Oh, Tony be the... I'm Vernon Wells, and you're listening to the Bad Boys Podcast. And just remember one little thing. You don't listen, I know where you live. Yeah, boy! Straight to dome. No, no, you're not even matching that excitement that I just put out there. You see how terrible that sounded? <laughs> what, what, Try that again. What? Fucking Eeyore over here. What is that? How do you get a mat? Is everyone sleeping in your house? Is that why? <laughs> Everybody's always sleeping. It's fucking ten o'clock at night, man. Has, when has that ever? When, when have you ever been at anything at a under a volume of five in your whole life? Uh, and when has he not gotten in trouble for it? Exactly. Yeah, for, exactly. Yeah. Are you are you really that scared of your woman? Is that what you're telling us right now? Everyone listening? No, no not at all. Then why are you whispering? I'm not whispering. It's girl pair. I'm not. I got a pair. My Let's wife see. knows I got a pair. Oh, I'm sorry. My wife knows I ain't a bitch. Your wife know you're a bitch, huh? I'm a bad boy. Bad boy for 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 life. That's what everybody's listening to right now. Oh, here we go. See, she's like Chris. That was was very convincing too. Yeah, you're a bad boy. Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah, that's right. Bad boys, bad boys, bad boys. Us three. Badboyspodcast.com. We're about to randomly rant on all these movies. Thank you for joining us on this evening. On this beautiful evening, when if your football team won this mm. evening, I'm sure you're having a lovely evening. I myself have a lovely evening because my team kicked the shit out of the Cowboys. Hey, Harley, how did your team do this evening? I don't have a team. Oh, that's right. You don't have. They left you, huh? My you're such a bad boy. Your ex. My ex team lost. You don't a talk game, to your ex anymore. Actually, it's that's actually a good thing. Then. Good. You like yeah, your ex exactly. loses, huh? Hell yeah. Yeah. The best revenge is living well. <laughs> Episode 372. I don't know what area code that is, but you're listening. We are here. I'm your host, Fonzo, a.k.a. Mike Lowry. Joining me as always. Harley, a.k.a. The Whisper, Marcus Burnett. <laughs> the Whisper. <laughs> now over here, just regular old Tony, a.k.a. MCP. How about regular Tony? You're, sometimes you're, you're a super duper. Yeah. Sometimes you're very quiet. You can be more of a whisper. Probably, man. He used to yell, man. We used to have, uh, we used to go to his house and watch Monday Night Raw back in the day. You know, get some Jack in the Crack, sit, go over there. We'd order about ten tacos because that's you know there were two for a dollar. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, then I'll probably order like six or eight, and then Harley would probably wait for one of us to get full, and then so he'd be like, "Hey, you, oh. guys, you, you guys gonna you guys gonna eat those?" Because he, he, he'd say he wasn't hungry. We'd ask him if he wanted some food, meaning if we bought him some food, he would pay us back. But since he's so him. cheap, he wouldn't pay us. So he'd be like, you know, he would just wait. I mean, then all of a sudden the couch falling asleep, like, oh, fuck, I'm full. He'd be like, y'all going to eat these? And he's already, like, scarfing them down, you know? And it'd be like four. Remember. You don't remember that? I don't, I don't remember that. Let's get Denaldo on the line. He's here right now, folks. Hey, Denaldo, are you, you on the line? <laughs> Tony, catch him in. <laughs> right. Yes, it's I, true. I wouldn't put it past me though. That's certainly something I would have done back in the old days. Right. Yeah. What you do? 
I say back in the old days, I still don't waste food, you know, it's still... No. Yeah, there's, yeah. you've mentioned stories here where you've eaten food oh. from other people's plates at restaurants, complete strangers. I don't know what you're talking about. Aren't you, like, speaked out of, like, germs? What if they, like, had herpes or some shit, like, in the living? You just ate their fries. They didn't touch them. I watched them. That was the thing. You, so you were... Because okay, that's not creepy. <laughs> you're watching strangers. See, it's like, that's what I'm saying. We're watching Raw. We're eating tacos. I'm like, oh, I can't eat anymore. And you're just sitting there waiting. Salve. Like, you're like a dog. <laughs> like a dog waiting for food to drop on the floor and ready to eat. You're like that dog on that uh, short feast. Oh, I'm bad. I am bad. I don't like to waste food. I'm like a Holocaust survivor that never had what? to survive what? the Holocaust. What? What is what? What is? Oh. I have, I appreciate. I don't want to waste food. I don't like wasting food. So okay, there's, there's so, people starving out there. You know They're what? You know what? Africa. You know what? Yeah. So I get. You know what I mean? Hey, hey, you, hey I, here's th- the I thing. think I think you two make perfect guests. Hey, here's Tony the thing. Would no, drink no, no, no. All the drinks and alcohol, and not waste yeah, anything. Eat up all the food. Here's the thing. Here's the, here's the best part. Harley's like, there's there's kids children starving out there. Guess what? They're still starving after you eat all yeah, that I fucking food. I didn't help them in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> you didn't do shit for them. Uh, They're worse off because you ate their food. Because I ate the food, I should have <laughs> sent it to them. Hey, can you eat that bowl of rice you just got? That's the only thing you're gonna eat for the whole month. Oh, you're you're good, right? Well, that's the one thing you this. can't eat. Look at that so much clock music. I told you that story. I ate the rice that was a day old, and it fucking got me sick. That wasn't rice, man. You're eating maggots. Exactly. You can't eat. Yeah, you can't eat rice. I guess it's really easy for maggots, Michael. Right You're eating maggots. So, yeah. Don't eat day old rice. It's a mistake I made. God, if anyone can Photoshop, can someone Photoshop a picture of Harley eating a box of maggots from Lost Boys? <laughs> that would be that'd be my new profile picture. A day old rice. How can it be that bad? It was just a day old. It literally just sat out, sat out on the counter overnight. What and kind of I'm, rice I'm was going it? With, I'm going with Tony. I'm thinking they were maggots. <laughs> yeah. What kind of rice <laughs> was it? I bet Tony would still eat it too. He'd be like, you know what? You boil it, they, they die, right? That kills all the bacteria. It's still good. <laughs> no. I thought you uh, put a little E V O O. You know, just it gave, it gave me gastrointestinal issues. I'll say that. You had ringworms. They were coming out my butthole. Oh, okay. We already had videos of dogs sneezing or coughing and then, sh- and then peeing. Or what was that? You said your uh, Cujo was going oh, through? Oh, Cujo was drinking the uh, ocean water and gives yeah. dogs the shits. Like That's right. Projectile shit. Yeah. So yeah. I, I uh, a couple of days ago, I come home and Amy's like, oh, man, us, us, the kids and I, we just watched um, for like hours watching um, um, dogs getting mangle worms or shit. You guys ever heard of this? Yeah. You've seen, you've noticed, Tony? What? It's like this one doctor who posts these videos on YouTube, and like these dogs get like. Oh, I've seen like, that before. Yeah, I saw that a while ago. Um, it just started. It just became a meme recently, right? Oh, did it? Yeah, know. like it just started showing up. Like, uh, it's bot flies that they're like dogs with infested with bot flies, and they like squeeze them out. Yes. Yeah, and they just all and like was, pop out. Oh. Dude, I, I don't gag easy, dude. I, I don't. No. But Amy started showing me this video. I almost, I had to walk away. It almost ruined my appetite. Yeah. I said almost. I was hungry. It almost. But yeah. But, dude, this shit. You ever seen that, Harley? No. You think Kujo no, had that bad, dude? You should see these poor dogs, man. Like, 
they're squeezing the shit out of it, you know, like trying to get like a pimple out, you know, a pus, and all these like live worms come out. It probably look like your rice. Hmm. It's, it's delicious. Yeah. Mango, is that what it's called, Tony? Like that, that term, what? mango worm? Mango worm? Oh, mango worm sounds right. I want to say that's what it looks like. I can't remember, but you go on YouTube, there's one doctor from, from Africa or something where he's always getting it in mm. their ears, and, I'm, and one of them had on his nuts. Oh, it's terrible. Mango sure. worm, yeah. Mango fly, mag- mango is a yeah. Yep, that's it. If you do, I just right. did a search for mango worms, and there's a bunch of them. Like, there you go. Oh, people you have know? them in their foot. Oh, like they. Like people they, get them too. Yeah, people dogs. get them too. Oh, in their, in their feet. I'm I'm watching one of a cat. Oh, why? Why are you doing this to yourself? I'm watching a kitten get one <laughs> squeezed out of its foot. No, you got to see the one it? that's like. It, it it looks like Play-Doh when you, like, squeeze the Play-Doh through, like, a grill and, like, a bunch oh, of little ones come, come out. Oh, man. That's but you're right. It does look like that. But, but or, like, or like that. If the Play-Doh would move around afterwards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, like, that stress I'm, ball, you know, that's got, like, netting on it, but you squeeze it. I know, it exactly. And all I'm watching pops. it. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. I'm, I'm watching them squeeze a dog. Poor dog, man. That must hurt. See? Yeah, it's dozens and dozens of these worms growing under the skin. Nasty, huh? Yeah. You gotta get nightmares. I wonder what. I wonder what happens with that. How do you get that? Uh, it's some sort of some sort of infection the animal gets. Oh, all right, I'm moving on. Moving on. We gotta move on. This is get out of control. Yeah, episode three seventy two, Bad Boys podcast. Let's get into it. First things first, we got a little. Okay, all right, turn that video off. I, you're still watching. <laughs> I am. I am. All right, it's off. I swear to God, it's off. Come on. Mango <laughs> addicted. <laughs> You good now? Sorry about that. I didn't mean this. I, oh. I, I just, man. Yeah. I know. I'm getting mad at you for watching. I brought it up, so fuck me, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. So here we go. So we're going to be talking about little movies here. We're going to talk about the homework that MCP chose naked, which is currently streaming on Netflix, mm-hmm. and Harley chose the extra credit saving Private Ryan. Before we get into that, my man Harley, I'm waiting. Tony, you got that timer ready? Oh shit! Yeah. Computer, stuff on your calculator. Watch. How much? How much time? Thirty seconds. You know what? You know, okay. One thing I found PSA for everybody: if you have Chrome, okay. if you type in like thirty second timer in uh, the URL and just let it search, it automatically starts it. Google takes it and then just starts a timer for you. It's sorry, cool. ladies. He is taken. I'm so sorry. So sorry to break hearts. That's all right. We That's all right. Are. It's okay. My <laughs> wife's asleep right now. Come on over. We'll be quiet. Oh, never mind. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Another PSA, apparently. <laughs> the ladies listening right now. <laughs> it's just in. It's just in. Tony may or may not have mango flies. <laughs> oh, That's right. All right. Part of fun. Okay. So, For yeah, hashtag mango worms. All right. So, 30 second review. Click. It, um, does it come with a buzzard at the end, though? Uh, yeah, I think it does. Oh, cool. I like the dance horn, dance horn if we could, dance hall horn if we could. <laughs> oh, right. Okay, so Hardy's going to do a 30-second like, review. I feel like I should get 30 seconds because I watched 30 minutes of the movie. Yeah, we are getting 30 seconds. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah one, one, there you go. One second per minute. Well, when Tony yeah, tells you, yeah, when Tony tells you to go, you go. So Harley saw 30 minutes of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. And go. So uh, my kid uh, was sick on Thursday and Friday, so I had Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Uh, the first one's fun. It's good. You know, I enjoyed it. 
Um, but I'm also superhero fatigued out. I know I, I was one of those people who thought Wonder Woman was just like, it was fine. It was all right. Kind of boring. Um, and 30 minutes into Guardians of the Galaxy, I I couldn't keep going. I was just bored. It was just I couldn't motivate myself to keep watching it. So I ended up turning it off. I will finish it eventually. But as of right now, I get to <laughs> Yes. Yes, I love it. I love it. Yeah, sure. I feel like Tony's gonna start dancing when he hears that. <laughs> and uh, Harley, it just got it. I think Harley just made it. If we can see an instant replay, right? <laughs> well, he <laughs> didn't give morning, right? his rating of the thirty minutes. But... Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. So the, you... the first thirty minutes gets a waste of time. Damn. Okay. That would be uh... a waste. Oh, but again, I have to, you know. Yeah, we, we gotta hear it. Again. Yeah, I'll give it. I'll give it a full review later on. Yeah, so I only I only played the clip. Thirty seconds, a partial clip. Yeah, a few seconds. Oh, that's why you did. Yeah, that. gotcha. that's thirty. Fair. Yeah, that's fair. Clever, clever. Again, ladies, sorry he's taking. Now, <laughs> was the uh, um, what your what did uh your daughter think? She finished it. Uh, I think this is the third time she's watched it. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Safe to she, say she liked it then. All right. They like. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She likes it. Okay. So, should we do another thirty second reviews, or Tony? You want to take some time because I, I'm, I'm, nah, we're all dying to know. Reviews. You played video games while watching two documentaries. Yeah, logged into the Matrix, sitting there in your chair like uh, the dude from Grandma's Boy or the guys from Wally. Like, how? Explain this to us, so we don't know. All right, so um, we we have the big screen TV. You've seen you've seen my place, right? Where you got the big screen TV up on the wall, like up above the fireplace. Mm-hmm. And we have the couches kind of facing it. So yep. what I did, we have one of those um, like laptop trays that that has a that slides under the couch type thing, so you can work on your laptop. Do you know what I'm talking about? Have you ever seen those? I think so. The table comes up. Yes. Let's see, laptop couch tray. I'm familiar with said things. Yes. So it's kind of like that. Yeah, if you just look up, the it, it slides in from... Anyway, so I have one of those. And so what I did is I threw my PlayStation on it and, and I got one of my monitors from my office, put it on that. So I played on the big screen. I played some documentaries while I was just playing video games. It's because Destiny 2 just got released last week or something. I think I talked about it um, last time. Quite a um, mention, yeah. Yeah, I mentioned it. Uh, so yeah, so I was just playing that. So while I played, I just had the documentaries playing in the background. Um, the first one I watched was banking on Bitcoin. It's the, the cryptocurrency. It was, it was kind of cool. I mean, a lot of the stuff I knew, I mean, cause I kind of follow it already, own some Bitcoin type of thing, but they went a little bit further and there's a, the, the, like this mystery. There's actually a mystery behind it that I had no idea, um, of who yeah. created it. Like there's like, who, who's this? I, I think I've heard that before, but I'm not familiar with it. Yeah, yeah, and um, and so it was it was interesting to, to just to hear that in the background while I'm you know shooting bad bad guys and shit. So it's no Interrupt. campaign you're playing, or you just play yeah, online I, playing. Yeah, I just play I just play campaign. Just uh, there's like repetitive kind of things. There's no cutscenes that you gotta watch. What's that? Worry about listening? You don't care about no, because I already no last weekend I did all the cutscenes. I I watched the whole campaign and watched the whole storyline last week. 
So you watch it on YouTube. So today, no, I, I watched the whole campaign while I was playing it. Um, I enjoyed it. It was actually enjoyable too. So now I'm reviewing the game. It was enjoyable. Um, pretty quick campaign. Go. It was probably maybe Did ten you buy hours it for a worth. What's that? Yeah, I bought it. I buy, I buy the game for a dollar for sure, and I keep playing it. I, I enjoyed the first one. This is Destiny Two, and it is enjoyable. There are some fun and good improvements. I buy that first? for a dollar. Yeah, I like it better than the first. Um, there's some stuff that's different that people like to hang on to and i understand their you know their their arguments for it but i personally am totally cool with the new one i I enjoy it um i also with the new one i i bought a uh controller the xbox one elite controller has paddles behind the controller so you don't have to move you know you don't have to move your thumb from the stick in order to hit the buttons you could just use the paddles on the back and man, I'm enjoying that. That's a lot of fun. I, I whoa, definitely. Whoa, I gotta see this controller here. Yeah, if you pull up Xbox One Elite, you can see it's got paddles on the back, and those are cool. I enjoy having those. It's it's definitely. I feel like I play better with that. Um. So anyway, so that's the game. Um. The the Bitcoin thing. It was it was cool to listen to. I don't know if I could have just sat there and watched it. Um. But it's if you haven't heard of if you don't know what Bitcoin is, it seems like it. It it doesn't uh and it, it gives it an introduction to what it is how it works how the banks use it what what cryptocurrency what um the uh, okay how okay. do those paddles work I'm sorry the paddles so moving, instead of moving the analog <laughs> no, no, no 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 so no 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 the panel the paddles in the back of the controller replace the buttons so one paddle maps to X one paddle maps to A one ma- oh, paddle shit. maps to B one paddle is to Y and it's easier. It's a, it's it's easier if you get used to it. Like at first, it was Whoa. so weird to jump and not use my thumb to jump because for Holy my entire fucking, been fucking for Mario for since right. way back when you my know. whole damn yeah. life I've used my thumb to jump, and yes, so now I'm yes. not. I that... use my thumb to jump. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's the title of the podcast. <laughs> uh, I... Yeah, I'm looking at this one picture. It's got for Gears of War. It's telling you, like, you know, switch to left weapons, or melee, or switch yeah. right weapon. Take so it what's over, my... so wow, what's cool is that I can jump in the air while I'm aiming and 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 like turning and aiming and and reloading or switching weapons while I'm in the air and can still fire a few shots as I'm landing. Whereas before, you have to take your thumb off one of the one of the joysticks, so you can't aim. While you're jumping, right? You take it off, hit the A button, go to go to change weapons, and doing that with your thumb, you can't aim while you're in the air. You know what I mean? And so, like some people will do the claw. It's called the claw, where you take your index finger finger and kind of wrap it around the controller to hit the Fuck buttons. The I'm like, hell? no, no, no. That, I, I, yeah, I'm old, that you're weird. You're a weirdo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Come on, yeah, so I was like, no, fuck that shit. Trying to get a French fry up. I'd rather no, spend no. the extra money now. To prevent having us have surgery on a damn hand in two years, yeah, you know, it's, it's like no. Now, does this make you a more elite player? Um, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I I'm gonna go pro after this, man. I, I quit okay. my job, quit the quit the podcast. I'm noticing too; it's got a different directional button, like the old school. The... Yeah, you can you can swap them out, like all the oh, like the joysticks. You can swap them out for shorter ones or longer ones, um, and then like the the D pad. You can switch it for for like like if you're playing a fighting game, it has more of a smooth you know. Or you can. Well, what's have a, the one button I'm thinking of that looks like a, like a cross or like a, like a plus sign? That's a D pad. That like a directional pad. Yeah, D pad. Yeah, that one looks. Yeah, it looks. They have this cool like 
Not to be confused with the bag. That's right, which is Harley. Um, <laughs> no, have you seen this controller? You look at Harley; it's crazy looking. No, I don't, I don't, it seems like very intuitive. Like, the, and and it's cool. and it's very. Don't get hefty. in the way, though. Huh? What's that? Don't get in the way. What got in the way? They don't get in the way. No. It seems like the, maybe, the pa- maybe well, a okay, so. The the paddles absolutely get in the way when you're just yeah. trying to when you're not playing. Like if I'm trying uh-huh. to put the controller down, I'll accidentally hit buttons and shit. So I have to like. Oh. You like you're watching Netflix or something. You put it down and pause. If you it put it down, you can accidentally hit buttons because it's like wrapping around the controller, right? Like what the how the hell do I hold this thing so I don't hit the buttons? Yeah. But I have uh, a problem with my PS3 when I put my controller down, it falls on the couch, and like the buttons get pressed, it starts. Uh, yeah, 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 like, exactly. God damn it! I hate exactly. that. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so but while I'm playing, they're great. I, Ooh, I'm definitely enjoying. Either, homie. Definitely enjoying the play. Yeah, MLG. Oh game, god, bro. damn! <laughs> yeah, this shit is a league, bro. I'm telling you, it's the it's Wolf a lot of fun right here. It's a lot of fun. Oh, One hundred fifty dollars. Damn. So uh, yeah, so I was doing that while watching movies. Um, yes. Yeah, so, Bitcoin, it, it was a dollar. I think it's, I think it's worth the dollar, um, especially if you're not if you don't not familiar with Bitcoin. Then like the first like the f- 50, 60 percent of the movie is educating you on Bitcoin. If you didn't know about it, then it's got a lot of content in it. I'd buy that for a dollar. It is a documentary, so you know it's more for education than entertainment. Um, the other one, I found a Bitcoin controller. A what? Bitcoin controller. I, I just looked up Bitcoin controller. Is it, I I only buy controllers that say they say elite on them, so you know I don't want to hear it unless it says unless it's an elite. There you go, folks. Tony yeah. is a elite. I'm, I'm somewhat familiar with Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. Um, I watched a YouTube video of a Chinese Ooh. a Chinese farm where they were you know farming mm-hmm. like a huge. They were there was hundreds and hundreds of GPUs, cool. and it was insane the level of noise and electricity oh, they were using it, they were mining like thousands of dollars a day dang in bitcoins yeah it was insane i was like good god that's insane cool so what was the other um the other one you were watching yes yeah, yeah, so i do next one they watching was yeah. unacknowledged it's about so, the the ufo secrecy in the united states um, like hmm. they're saying we have all this evidence that there's alien life and extraterrestrials and we've inter- and we've interacted with them, but it's been covered up entirely. Um, hmm. so that was an Something interesting covered on the after midnight podcast. Yeah. And it was really, there was an interesting listen. Um, is that that one I did more listening than watching cause like the footage that they were playing is, is kind of stuff that you've seen before. And like, it's really shaky, you know, home video VHS <laughs> shit. It's like, eh. You know, I've seen all that shit before. Um, but it was interesting. One of the arguments that they made is that, um, like, aliens, um, they're, they stay away from us because we're so fucking violent. They're like, like we have movies about worrying about aliens being violent, but they're like, no, we stay away from you guys because you guys are gun- you, you guys can't handle us. Um, but the only reason that became... That we, we can't handle them? <laughs> yeah, that we can't handle... Like, we would want to kill them. We, like, we want to fight them right away. So they're staying away from us. Uh, okay. And then the other the argument was that they only got interested in us when we started um, ex- uh, uh, popping nuclear weapons in outer space. 
And they're like, uh-uh, we ain't having none of that shit. And they're like shutting us down or something like that. Yeah, that's, that's nothing. Yeah, it, that, that was the only part that I was like, huh. Because, it, it, I mean, I'm playing a up. video game, so I'm not entirely paying attention. But that's an, that's a, uh, that's an angle I've never heard of before. Um, so, that yeah, I was I was actually slightly entertained. I, it, one ear was entertained up, up at the screen. One ear was entertained. <laughs> wow. That's a wow. real part, yeah. Seriously, yeah. I think they're that. documentaries, man. It's so hard. It's hard. It's hard to review docs. So. I buy that for a dollar. I've always said this about aliens <clears throat> or extraterrestrials, and obviously we've seen a million movies, and it's always been entertaining and and whatnot. Let me guess. You always you, you always say this one thing, but I have an opinion on Mac that. Mac. <laughs> Mac. Mac. Actually, we need to pick that as the extra credit. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick it. I got you. Okay. You cool. So, anyways, uh, if if extraterrestrials are so far technologically advanced that they have visited us and have done a pretty good job of not letting us know because there's nothing like official, like you kind of pointed out, they would be so much more technologically advanced as us. It would be like ants to us. Yeah. We don't even, ants don't even really know that humans are exist. They're just, we just fuck them up every once in a while. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, so if aliens are out there, they don't give a fuck about us. We're literally the mold on the bottom of their feet kind of thing. For sure. So, you, you think go. that? Yeah, we talk, yeah. we kind of glossed on that um, at, on the After Midnight podcast when I talked sure. about the, the Fermi paradox, um, which kind of is a expanded version of what Harley just said. Yeah, and it's or the opposite. They're so far unadvanced. They're like Earth a million years ago, where they're it's they're literally just fish swimming in a fucking ocean. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's all but part either. of the the Fermi paradox. Pretty much says that it's like it's going to be one or the other, or like we're it. We're the most advanced thing in the, the universe, <laughs> and they're screwed. You know? Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, we are. You can hear our president saying that. You know, we're the most the technologically idea that... advanced. Galaxy in the world, aliens don't even want to come here. Fuck them. They're scared the of us. The idea that an alien life form, light years away, are somehow evolutionary speaking within a few billion years of us is—it's like uh, you know the chances is uh, getting struck by lightning mm-hmm. a thousand times. Have you heard about the? Did you hear about the Saturn? Um probe out there? What a casino? Uh, I saw a headline that it crashed, but I, I don't yeah. know anything else about yeah. it. I heard that they uh, they they mapped high, uh, geothermal vents on Titan, so that oh. really opens up the possibility that there's life forms at the bottom of those vents, kind of like the bacteria that we have oh, at the bottom of yeah. ours. That, that's you know, cool. we we know that there was evidence of water on Mars. We know anytime any fucking planet has water, it eventually has life at one point or another. Yeah, it's it's absolutely insane to think in the fucking universe that's essentially indefinitely big that we're the only planet that's perfectly spaced from a sun that shit grows on. That's fucking. That's still Christians talking. <laughs> 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 Thank you. <laughs> this really has turned into random rants. What, what was it? Contact where the guy said it seems. Uh, I think it was uh, what's his name from. Uh, if if we're the only ones out there, it seems like an awful waste of space. Mm-hmm. So there you go. 
That's interesting. You watched the doc on it, though. That's funny. We've yeah. never, yeah. And like you said, he needed to hear something while watching, while playing games. Well, you know, and and to to work on that, Tony. Um, I used to love listening to podcasts and audiobooks when I played video games. When I play like Battlefield, mm-hmm. but now the only thing I play is as a uh, PUBG, and I have to listen. You can't. Yeah, you no, can't that takes anything background of on. You have to listen. It's like half the game. So it's like mm-hmm. I got headphones on and they're super loud and shit, and I'm all quiet. <laughs> the kids be talking to him. I'm like, be quiet. I'm trying to listen for footsteps. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you're all like hunched over, right? Like your nose on the screen, just so you can make yeah, sure you see all the, yeah. the pixel movements and shit. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. I can't fucking, I can't background anything. Yeah. No, that that game is uh, intense to say the least. Yes. Yeah, it is. And it's incredibly popular as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah, picking up speed for sure. Yeah. What else we got? Uh, the wrestler, check out the wrestler. The wrestler. Yeah. Um, just I want you know I uh, like I said I've been getting back into wrestling and uh, just wanted to watch this movie again. It's as popped up on uh, the my Plex account here, and I'm like, yeah, you know what? I mean, I I, I just wanted to check out a few minutes of it, and I thought I'm like, all right, let me just you know check out a few minutes, and then. I uh, I was engaged and I it hooked me, and I sat there and watched the whole thing. <laughs> um, hmm. what, and it's crazy, like the popularity of the movie on the IMDb, it's like skyrocketing. It's like green. It's like oh, it's, it's well, it's, it, maybe because it's of Aronofsky. Big, yeah, want to watch all these other movies. So yeah. yeah, so yeah. I mean, we've all seen it. A faded professional wrestler must retire, but finds his quest for a new life outside the ring a despairing team struggle. Starring Mickey Rourke, Marissa Tomei, Evan Rachel Wood. I started watching interviews with Darren Aronofsky and, and Mickey Rourke after watching it, and apparently Nicolas Cage was his first casting choice for the movie. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad he didn't get him, but Mickey Rourke was perfect for this role. I mean, he really had the look, feel, the attitude, um, and when it's when it's when it's tragic and when it's sad, it, it he he was pulling it off. And even Darren Aronofsky said, it, you know, you might think he's a tough guy, but you know, I knew he can pull it off, and he did. And fuck, man, if this movie didn't get me hooked all over again and watching it like it was brand new, just watching, um, you know, him just going through the ropes, you know, doing his indie shows and 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 just trying to hang on to like that one, that one part of his life that he really truly enjoys, him being in front of audiences and people rooting for him. Because when he's at home, you know, he, he's broken down, he's got hearing problems, you know, like his house get, got locked up, he couldn't even get into his house, he'd sleep in his car, and. Uh, he doesn't even know his daughter. You know, he's fucking taking drugs and painkillers and steroids. He's pretty much, you know, I'm sad to say, but like a lot of like 80s wrestlers all into one, you know, with everyone's problems. And, um, yeah, if, if you've seen it, you know, you, you know what I'm talking about. I don't want to go too much involved with it. But after watching that, I am going to give this later because I really, That was a fucking movie. Yeah. I really love the choices of um, um, the direction where it's like the camera's kind of always close to him and following him. It's like behind him, there's that scene where like he's walking through the grocery store when he's going to work in the deli counter, and and he's playing the sounds as if he's about to go into the ring and like he's backstage, and right when he pushes like those little flat clear, you know, you know, what I'm talking about hard those clear curtain things you guys had in the store, and it keeps mm-hmm. flies away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when, right when he does that, like the crowd starts to stop cheering. Right when he goes out to work in the deli, it's crazy. Um, and it's there's that one part where like you think his life is you know just getting back to like you know him. Night with his daughter, and he's 
he's, he's hanging out with some main, so he might have that going for him, and it just gets fucking tragic, and I'm just like, Fuck man, this that's a great fucking movie. Marissa Tomei titties in it too, so you can never go wrong with that. Um, but yeah, dude, this movie is oh, it's fantastic and tragic. But yeah, Ikaroi deserve all the awards he got. And I wish he'd come back to acting. It's not just fucking directivity bullshit he's doing, man. He's come back, man. So all right, um, before we get into the reviews, Harley, I think you want to talk about some of the some people that we lost. Oh, I you know I don't have a list up hand, but um, there's just the one you want to mention, right? Yeah, that's I think the only one. I mean, obviously, like every year, we've had a lot of deaths, and but this week we had one more. Although he had a good run, ninety one. Ninety one, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so how about Harry Dean Stanton? Yes, thank you. So, um, yeah, he's not, one of those actors everybody would recognize his face. Obviously, exactly. you hear his name like what? I don't know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You've seen Alien, The Green Mile, Repo Man. Mm-hmm. He showed up in The Avengers when the, the Hulk, he was that security guard. Oh, that's right. In, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a big part in Big Love, the TV show. I mean, his, his IMDb just goes on and on. And on. Yeah, he was in Free and in Las Vegas. <laughs> mm. Yeah, but if you've seen him, yeah. I, and I'm sure, yeah, 90, that's like I said, that's a... 91, that's off. a damn good run. Yeah. Escape from New York. Um, I know you worked with Carpenter. Carpenter had something to say about him too, and he passed. Um, yeah, he was in a movie called Cockfighter, 1974. Hey, oh, look at that cover. War notes. Straight, straight to Betamax, baby. Dude, from governor's mansion to cheap hotel, it's a big money sport that's a dirty, violent, and outside the law. This game is winning. Her game is men. War notes as a cockfighter. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, dude, but like I said, yeah, he, uh, you see him pop up. Yeah, he's just, he just has that look, man. He, um, you know, have you seen any of those movies? You know, Cool Hand Luke. I mean, he's done, he's done so much from 91. I mean, I said he's, that's a huge, that's a good life. Yeah, no kidding. It's a long life, you know, so, um, I don't know much And then I find out today that Bobby the Brain Heenan died. Oh, shit. How old was he? 73. Oh, that's good. Hall of Fame. Yeah, he, I think he had like his throat cancer a while back. That's um, what Yeah. But man, him and Gorilla Monsoon were some of my favorite commentary back in the day. He he was like a he was like an amazing manager, but on the mic, man, he was fucking gold, dude. His promos were legendary, dude. Him and Gorilla, oh gosh. And Gorilla had passed away a while back too, so it's kind of fun. It's kind of nice to think that, you know, they're together now commentating matches of wrestlers from the past, like together, 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 because he, uh, he had that heel role, like, to the team. And he, he'd be the manager, like, when, when the good guy was winning, he'd get in there, he'd get on top of the rope and start distracting the, the ref so they, so they can cheat, you know, so the bad guy could take it, take it, like a mm-hmm. brass knuckle to the dude's face and distract them. Or also when, uh, when he'd get in the ring and start yelling at the baby, at the good guy, he'd get he'd get picked up by his over, he'd get thrown over to the ring, and the crowd would just go nuts, dude. Like whenever he'd be like begging, no, 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 don't hit me. And I'm gonna get punched. Oh my gosh, like, especially with Hogan, he'd do that whole pointing at him and like, oh, you know, start shaking his head, get the crowd riled up, and he'd hit him one time and knock him out. And oh, dude, he was the best. And he, he called this the, his clan that was with him, the Heenan family. You know, he managed Frick Flair, Mister Perfect. I mean, he managed a bunch of people. But I remember like. Back in the day when primetime wrestling was on in USA, I'd be sitting there, man, with my 
my sofa lasagna, my Pepsi, watching them. Watch them go back and forth. And just like, even him with Vince, I mean, he was just legendary. His puns, like, he'd root for the bad guys. So it was always kind of cool to get a fresh take from a commentary. You know, that wasn't just like for the good guys, you know, just calling play by play. He'd root for the bad guys and make fun of people. And, oh, God, I, he was, oh, gosh, he was the best. Like, a, other people, like, those wrestlers just tweeting about him and, and just, just everyone just saying, like, legendary, greatest of all time. Like, just nothing but good things to say about him. And, uh, uh, he, I mean, I'd be missing. I mean, anyone that, like, does, like, that heel kind of, like, commentary or trust him, you know, like, the king, even the king, too, even the king, like, he would, I'm sure he would tell you, like, if it wasn't for Bobby, like, he would, you know what I mean? He couldn't do the things he would do. He was almost like a kind of copy of him. He would try to make jokes like him. Like, one time he was making fun of, like, uh, Bret Hart's uh, mom, like, Bret Hart's mom and dad were at the, at, at the stadium. There were the seats, and like they were watching, you know, Bret Hart wrestle. And, and for some reason, like uh, I think Stu Hart, he was wearing like a Bruins jacket or something. He had a bear on the back of his like Letterman jacket, and, and he just had to know where Bobby goes. Oh, look how how nice, how nice is that? And Vince is like, what? Oh, Stu's got a picture of his wife on the back of his jacket. That's that's love. That's nice. And Vince would always was classic. Oh, don't you be serious, Bob? Or like or. or I don't know if it was him or Gorilla, but just shit like that, man. He was just always so funny. Like, every time uh, he would just, uh, he was just gold on the mic, dude. He was great, man. Uh, hopefully, like, on the network, they'll do it. Um, they'll show his documentary or they'll do um, they'll do a special on because he was one of the best easily. So, rest in peace, brother, man. You're, you're, you're like one of my favorite commentators, special managers of all time. Okay, sure. So now we're we're to transition real quick, but uh, looks like it cleaned up again, huh? Yeah, it did really well. It um, <laughs> <laughs> it's not even worth. I mean, mentioning the top five, the the American Assassin was a new film. I love the title, but I don't know anything about the movie. Um, made fourteen point eight million. Mother, the, again, you're talking about Darren Aronofsky was the other opening film. Only opened at seven and a half. Again, if it wasn't in there, so, it'd be another terrible week. Yeah, well, yeah, it cleaned house. Made sixty million, only a fifty-one percent drop. So it's made a total of two hundred and eighteen domestically on a thirty-five million dollar budget. <laughs> Yes. So, Does that interest you at all? Enough. No. Still, not at all. Um, <laughs> did you see right. it? Yeah. Oh shit. Oh, okay. You need to talk about it. Yeah. Huh? Um, you you need to talk about it. That's I didn't write it down as an extra. I didn't talk about it last week. You saw no, it on Monday. You said you you announced that you were going to see it during the week. Right. Well, you recorded Sunday and you watched it Monday. So oh, that's right. About I did. Oh, 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 shit. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I thought for some reason. Okay, you're right. Yeah. This well, fucking guy. <laughs> so, anyways, so, yeah, Clean House. I'm sure you're going to see every obscure. Um, TV King movies or horror movies. Movie. Movie. We've been through that. We, that, that. That happens all the time. Yeah. For but yeah, movie, it's. Like, yeah. This, yeah. Okay. Directed by Andy Machete, 8.0. A group of bullied kids band together when a shape-shifting demon taking the appearance of clown begins hunting children. Um, right off the beginning, you got like this shot of the, the two brothers hanging out. One of them wants his new brother to make this little paper airplane. It's in the trailer. I don't think it's in the trailer, but he's wearing this little yellow. That's one of the promotions you see the kid wearing the yellow rain right. jacket and the red mm-hmm. Um It's all like the very beginning of the movie. He's, he, he has the little boat. 
it's raining like crazy. He's following it down the drain. And then uh, once, he, once it goes down the drain, he gets all upset. And then Pennywise, uh, he's talking to me like, oh, shit. And something happens to the kid. And you're just like, holy shit, this is fucking, okay, this is rated R. All right, this is where we're going. I'm like, all right. Then a year later, it takes place. His brother's still kind of going through, you know. He doesn't believe that he's dead. He still thinks it's gone. His parents are telling him it's gone. So you get this real cool perspective of all the kids. And then you also have the problems like that they're having another problem. Like the girl in the in the loose club, she she has a problem with her dad being very super creepy and things are you know, they can tell things are happening at the home that's kinda of, you know. You get this other kid that's overprotective mom that makes him feel that he's always sick and he takes all his medicine. These little ragtag group of kids, you know, get together. And 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 Pennywise just feeds off their fears. So, you know, like whatever like it fears him, he kinda of takes that uh um like uh, that form, he takes that form, and uh, yeah, people say it's not wasn't that scary. Me, Donaldo, and Jeff, we all saw it, and we were pretty much like going, we're skipping out, like creeped out in a lot of parts, and uh, um, especially this one scene when they're watching slides. Holy fuck, that totally made us all jump. It was awesome. Um, it's it's shot beautifully. The kids in it, oh my gosh, they're all fantastic. I mean, they're 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 they just feel like you're watching like you know a bunch of kids hang out like and you know. It takes place in the 80s. In the book, it was in the 50s, so they kind of just a little bit modernized it a little bit mm. for today. Um, and uh, yeah, there's there's one scene that's cool, Harley. You dig it? There's a in the in the theater in the background. It's they're playing 89 Batman. It's pretty cool. Oh, cool. Very cool. Yeah. So they oh, you get points for me right there, you know. Oh. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, the new Pennywise was the big thing. You know, when we first saw pictures of him pop up online, we're like, what the hell? This doesn't look scary. You know, that's not gonna work. But um, because he has a real old-timey look. But, uh, I, I like the, the direction he took. Because, I mean, it's really fucking hard to, like, when everyone thinks of Pennywise, they think of Tim Curry's Pennywise all the time, you know, and his portrayal. Mm-hmm. So when you you got to, you know, same with, like, you know, you're like, oh, Christian Bale was a great Batman. Tim Burton was a great, or uh, Ivan Keane was a great Batman. You're always going to have that. It's going to be super hard to try to talk. Of course. But he took his own, he, he you know, portrayed his own certain way, and it was genuinely creepy I and mean, he I think he for what is for what they wanted him to do I think he did a great job and uh you know it's 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 two hours and 15 minutes long but it doesn't really yeah, feel that way interesting yeah awesome. it, it's it's crazy yeah you think it's really long but I'm not wasn't looking at my watch I'm thinking man this movie's still going or is it gonna end soon not at all I'm mean, like I said I'm totally messing with this kids one of the kids is from stranger things he's got some of the fucking best lines man it's comedy he is great these kids get together, man. It's like Goonie style and Monster Squad trying to take out this monster, you know? And then not only that, but they're dealing with these fucking bullies that live there. They're dealing with the parents, the town. Stephen King's universe always takes place in like Derry, you know, Maine. So it's kind of cool. They, they, it's always kept in that universe. Um, so they take some liberty. They, they change things from the book, but I feel like they have to just because it, you know, in the book, it goes from their, um, cause when this movie ends, it says chapter one. Chapter two, I'm sure, will be when they're when they're adults. Because um, the miniseries, it's it's the whole thing is when they're kids, and then when they go to adults. Um, but yeah, this movie, man, this movie like easily going to be in my top ten of the year. Um, oh well, yeah. I I like I said, I I saw the old school miniseries, and I I liked it for at the time. I liked it for what it was, you know. And I, especially Penny ones, and you can, like I said, you just he's probably the reason a lot of people that are terrified of clowns too, you know. <laughs> um, but the just just for the new generation, I think it worked. I think the appeal of it too works because, like I said, 
my neighbor across the street, her, her and her daughter went to go see him out, and then she wanted to see him. She's a freshman in high school. And uh, other people that I know don't really like horror. Like one guy on Facebook posted, you know, I don't really like horror, and I really go, this might be my first horror movie I've seen in the theater, but I like big tentpole movies. So I'm curious, and I want to go see it. So I'm like, huh, that's interesting. So, well, but what, I don't, I don't, wouldn't consider it a tentpole movie. That's no, interesting. But it had tentpole marketing. Yeah, I think no we talked shit. about that last week. So, and it's in the summer, and and it's cleaning up, and it's making money. So oh, it is. I, mean, I guess. I, I mean, I don't know if the tentpole definition. You know, we can mold a little different, or you know, what he's referring to as in like a. He does it. Like, it's not a summer blockbuster, but you know, it's no. I mean, it's ranking. It's gonna. I mean, it's, it's making summer block. It's making summer. <laughs> it's made, uh, yeah. Blockbuster yeah, money so, though. Yeah, and it's got an eight point oh on IMDb. So not only like our fans are loving and watching it again and again, but also, um, but also the fans that are going to see and watching. You know, and I've seen people say, "I'm gonna watch the second time. Or I'm gonna watch the third time." So I mean, it's it's I, I could easily watch it again. I mean, I said so I I'm curious to like get it on Blu-ray, delve into the features, and really get into it just to see. Um. Like I said, man, in the very beginning, it's a hard art. Like, why wouldn't it have? I was like, oh shit! It gets you. It, you get you right in the. You're like, okay, this is what I'm watching. I'm like, yeah. Right. When I when I saw the trailer, and I'm an interesting character. I'm an interesting from an interesting perspective because I never saw the the original. I was like, you are an interesting character. Is that what you were doing? Is yeah, well, that's it. But, but anyway, that <laughs> um, my perspective is is unique because of that. But what I was gonna say is, when I saw the trailer, I was like, "Oh, this is just another one of those like PG thirteen remakes," because it's it's a bunch of kids. But see, it's funny because you don't watch TV, so I was curious. How did you watch the trailer? Did it come across and a I feed or something? Online. I saw it online. Okay. So, but you weren't looking for. It. I mean, I saw that. Off, I saw huh? that teaser where the, the the it floats down the the drain. Yeah, you'll float too. That's the one, that's actually the only thing I saw. Oh, okay, but um. Um, I read one thing that made me interested, hmm. and now hearing your review, I'm like, dang! I think I'm gonna, I think I want to watch it. I might wait for it to come out on, you know, to local instead of theaters. But something about the physical acting uh, uh, of the portrayal of Pennywise as a clown was really was really well done, or something. And I'm like, what? Hmm. Why? The, just the fact that they're pointing out that out got me interested i was like what do you, you know i mean I, no spo- i don't want to spoil it um sure. in case anyone hasn't um seen you know the original but um that made me interested i was like okay cool like the there's a there's a level yeah. of detail I mean, there's one scene, it, it, it doesn't spoil it but he's just like coming out of something and he's just kind of all contorted and he starts yeah. coming out of the thing and he, and he starts like forms up and starts walking so if that's where yeah. you can believe it so um but I would pay for you and Laney to see it, especially Laney. Oh God, you can't pay me enough to get Laney to see it in the theater. I, 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 I want to surprise you like two free movie passing. But look, but you have to see it. <laughs> like, like she would, she would ruin it for everyone else in the theater. She'd be like, nope, and leave. She'd be screaming. She'd be hollering. She, she would be, yeah. No, that's the best. Everybody loves that person. No, but like when it's still quiet, like after the, it's a quiet moment, she will still be fucking blubbering about it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, my thing is, like, I always like when I review a movie, I kind of want to like think, I go, how can we hype this movie up? How can we get the viewers to watch? I mean, at, at this point, it seems like a lot of people have seen it, but to me, it's always a challenge. Like, how the fuck do I get my fellow bad boys to watch it? You guys can be a tough crowd sometimes. Well, I mean, so I, I, um, just give a review, and if I like your review, I'm, you know, I'll probably go watch it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Uh-huh. Yeah. That, that's like that's this kind of like the point of our our reviews is so we can evaluate whether we want to watch it or not. And do you yeah, talk about last it? Week when I asked you guys, you were like, no, not once yet. Yeah, okay. exactly. Okay. You hadn't reviewed it yet. Yeah. <laughs> and before you reviewed it, I was like, fuck no, I don't want to watch that shit. Yeah. But now I'm interested. And I was like, yeah. My but, situation's tough because Chris doesn't like seeing these kind of movies. And if it's rated R, I can't, I'm not, correct me if I'm wrong, but this isn't for a nine year old, right? The kids curse a lot. <laughs> Well, I don't care about cursing. Okay, well, then there you go. I mean, but it's, you know, it's going to give my poor nine-year-old, you know, You showed nightmares. her human centipede when she was five. I think she can handle this. No, one. I did not, you cocksucker. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's interesting, too. If you look at IMDb, it says adventure, drama, and then horror. Has yeah, there been cool. this weird debate online that people are calling a thriller, not really a horror, and everyone's, like, stretching their head, like, mm-hmm. really? I mean, because there is, is there gore in it? There's some gore. Mm-hmm. Okay, but I think it's, uh, uh, you know, it's it's that weird part too where people like what kind of what kills me is when when a horror movie is good, they want to call it a thriller, like when Silence of the Lambs, you know, started winning Oscars and like, oh yeah, that's yeah, a thriller. Yeah. It's like, yeah. oh man, don't don't you know? I think that's the yeah. biggest debate. I think it's since it's really good and it's, people really like it and, and it's critically loved. Like they want to call it a thriller, which I don't think yeah. it's fair. It's like you know, it's... Uh, it could be just a side effect of that. It doesn't make you feel horror. It make it gives you thrill, but it, you don't feel actual disgust sure. and and horror at it. You know, I, I, yeah, because I've heard people say that. Yeah, that that you know, that, I mean, I get scared. I'm like, huh, that's interesting. Okay, I mean, to me, like I, I was, you know. I mean, Jeff already gets skeeved out anyway, so it's always fun to watch something with him. <laughs> I look over at him. There's one point where he's holding his chest, kind of like an old lady at church or something, where she's praying to, like, dear Lord Jesus, you know? I look over at the and, and and me and him, we just couldn't stop laughing at one point. We're like, look at him punching his fucking shirt. Like, this fucking going to have diamonds for sure. Um, so that always made it fun. But yeah, no, I fucking really enjoyed it. Like I said, the kids, they're fucking banter back and forth, man. Talking about, like, fucking their sister or the mom is this and that, you know? Like, oh, how, like, I was like with your mom last night. Shit like that. Like how kids talk. It's fucking like how really kids talk, you know? And it's it's just and it's just cool to see. And uh they're riding their BMXs, they're riding their bikes everywhere. It's like, yeah, remember that shit? They just throw it on the ground when they're leaving. Like oh, it's it's fucking great. I I, I so for right now, like I said, all my for my first viewing, it's a very high buyer for a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. But a very, very potential for us later for sure. Cool. So, I'll be curious if you guys eventually will check it out. I'm curious to yeah, see. I'll, uh, you guys I'll watch see. it. I'll watch it when it yeah. comes out for sure. Cool. Okay. All right. So, my heart, when Tony plays that music, it's homework time. Oh, homework. shit. That fucking balloon just scared the shit out of me. On, I have it on IMDb. <laughs> scroll, did, did you see that, Tony? No. When you scroll over the balloon? Uh-uh. Nope. Okay. okay everybody go on there right now. Just... Just look what the fuck I just saw right now. For IMDb? Tell me that's not creepy. For, for it? Yeah. Just type <laughs> in it on IMDb, and, and then you the see Georgie there, and you see uh, Pennywise holding hey, the balloon. Yeah, yeah. Cover awesome. the arrow over the balloon. Awesome. Is that fucking nuts? That's awesome. It's shit like that with the movies like that. Today he's like that kind of bam. Okay, I gotta, I gotta look away for... That's uh... forcing me to watch the trailer. All right. Oh, you can close it. That's why. All right, Tony, speak yeah. on it. What do you got? Uh, right. I assigned um, naked uh, 
I'm a fan of Groundhog Day, and this one seemed like a light version of it. Um, mm-hmm. So I was like, "Fuck yeah, I'm gonna sign this." It just came out. I just it just popped up on my Netflix feed right before the podcast last weekend. So I'm like, "Boom!" I'm signing it. We haven't seen um, Marlon Wayans in in something. We see all of Marlon Wayans or any of them, right? <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I said, "Why not? Let's 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 take a crack at this." Crack um, at this? I get what you did there. <laughs> Uh, nervous about so synopsis is nervous about finally getting married a guy is forced to relive the same nerve-wracking hours over and over again until he gets things right on his wedding day 5.3 what's up with with the uh, sci-fi yeah yeah, I know what you're talking about Uh, I can't think of the name of the goddamn movie now Um, it was a great movie it's fucking awesome You you just don't know the time Doug Lyman flick. Uh, yeah, there you go. God damn it. Uh, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> we'll, we'll come back to him. He'll, he'll think he'll come up with it eventually. Oh shit! Um, what? What? You're saying that there's another movie that has that's like this? He relives the same day over. He died. Yeah, the next Remember this? The, the robot suits. Tony, oh, you die, die tomorrow, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Live, die, repeat. Live, die, repeat. Yeah, yeah it no, had like three like different fucking line. names. Age of tomorrow. Thank you. No. That's it. Except they said Marlon didn't have a robot suit. <sighs> Marlon didn't right, have anything, right. but it's so so right so so. Yeah. Okay, Deja so yeah. Groom all over again. Oh, what I like. <laughs> what, wait, what? <laughs> That's what the tag line says on the poster. I didn't make that up. <laughs> I can't take credit for that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, right. So like Groundhog Day, the mechanic was um, after falling asleep, he gets a full day. the The mechanic for um, Edge of Tomorrow is that he has to die. For this movie with Naked, he only gets an hour, and that's it. Like that hour is all you get. You're gonna get. You're gonna. You're gonna cycle back after that hour. So um, I like that. I like that. It's a different different mechanic. Um, uh, it it it's it starts off with a lot of the silly comedy Marlon, you know, the Wayne's brothers type thing. Um, and uh, I was laughing, I, I was enjoying it. Like at, at one point, I was like, "This is, this is bordering on like kind of kind of getting stupid, kind of getting stupid." And then something just got me. I wish I would have written down what got me, <laughs> but I start I just busted up laughing. I was like, "All right, uh, I'm it made me laugh, so I'm in it." Um. But then it gets to what, what's good is that it gets it gets past the the repetitive you know he's waking up you know reliving the same moment and he moves on into the the concept of spending uh, thousands of hours perfecting something and and getting better you know um, so I thought that that was pretty yeah, cool we've we've seen that in in uh, Groundhog Day exactly yeah and so I'm glad that. And he even specifically addressed the whole ten thousand hours to master something, you know, mm-hmm. for the for those of us who you know aren't familiar with that saying. What about you guys? How did how did it, how did you take like the, the the comedy aspect of it? Fonzo, I'm gonna let you go first. Oh, okay, thank you. I fucking hated this movie. <laughs> I I could not fucking finish it. I fast forwarded. To the oh, end, and I'm, I'm fast forwarding it, and I still I'm like oh, Jesus Christ, how much more is left? Me and Amy were watching it, and like ten minutes in, she's already looking at her phone. She was she checked out immediately. Occasionally looking up at the screen, not laughing at all. 
Um, she she winced once when he got hit by a car. That was the most reaction I got out of her. And she one time she asked, "Who picked this?" I was like, "Tony." And she went back and looked, <laughs> went back and looked at her phone. So I don't know if that was a good thing or a bad thing. I guess she just wanted to know. Um, but I'm like, I'm not laughing at all. The fucking comedy is like, like slapsticky. I just was not in the mood for it. It's just like just too dumb. When he started floating, when he's grabbing the first time he teleports back, whatever he's going back, I'm like, I'm like this this shit is fucking. This is bad. <laughs> this this is. I was not laughing. And I'm like, oh boy. And then when he holds onto that bell and he falls down his fucking Looney Tunes, and I'm like, oh god. When he's hanging out with the bikers and they're making him dance and that shit's going on. For t- it was just really cringy. I'm like, the scene is still going on? I'm like, Jesus Christ. So, yeah, that's that's where I'm at. That movie. <clears throat> Harley? I'm uh, I'm pretty close. <laughs> it was... It it started off okay. Like I wasn't offended. I wasn't annoyed. Here's the problem. I'm not a fan of all those the the Wayne's brothers movies, all the spoof movies, the you know, they did a bunch of them. It's that slapsticky like humor and it it's never worked with me. Like I don't know, uh, maybe I'm a hipster. I don't fucking know. I don't know. I don't care. But it's never worked with me. It just never uh, you know, like the Three Stooges one, you never liked. What's that? You never liked Three Stooges. Uh, well, Three Stooges is Three Stooges. It's it's a it's different. Stick you though. Well, yeah, but it's fucking nineteen fifties. <laughs> I mean, it's. Right, how about you know, Naked Gun? That's lapsticky. Hot well, shots. again, yeah, no. Well, in the Hot Shots, you know, it's it's some of the jokes are cringy. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, but if you keep in, if you remind yourself that these movies are old, then you kind of give them a pass in a sense um this one was so family friendly kind of thing um and like you i I was will i gave it i was giving it a low dollar high waste of time for about 20 minutes until it started to repeat the same day and then you kind of figure out what's going on and then by then I was just tired of fucking I was just tired of staring at Marlon Wayne's naked ass running up and down the street like <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> like I wasn't I wasn't threatened by his masculinity or nothing but I he's literally just running around like a chicken with his fucking head cut off butt ass naked it ain't funny like Yes. And, and the, I never felt the chemistry between him and the wife and it's like his buddy uh he was funny but you know he's not in it a lot it's it's and and then the the, the chick spoiler alert at the end who, who who's you know she's she's pretty to look at but like it ain't it ain't nearly enough to keep me motivated in the movie and so but yeah, you know how she mean, shows up in the scary movies. With like a like an hour into the movie, I was like you. I was like looking at the clock, going, "Fuck, when is this going to be over?" Like <laughs> this is a hard watch, and it's not a long movie. You know, it's a buck and a half, but it was a hard <laughs> to finish watch. I, Did you watch it by yourself? No, Chris and I watched it, and Chris was like Amy. She was just totally checked out. <laughs> staring at her fucking Facebook feed for the 15th time. Like, yeah, it was totally, it was a 
low waste of time. It wasn't offensive, so I won't give it a pile of shit, but, um, and I was able to finish it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's not for me. That would be a waste of time. Alright. Yeah, I'm giving a fucking pile of shit. Oh, that is one big pile of shit. Yeah, I can't recommend it to nobody. <laughs> and I thought I chose the torture films in the, in the, in the, in the, horror, in the podcast. <laughs> I don't know what you guys talk about. I enjoyed it. Well, of course, right? Of course good I enjoyed you. it. Yeah, no, of course. like, I went into it. I, I think you had a good time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. If the Broncos would have lost too, and I watched this, I would have been really upset today. <laughs> oh, did you watch it just now? Just recently? Just today? Well, I watched it right before we started recording, yeah. Oh, yeah. We watched it earlier in the week, and oh, I was okay. like, oh, my goodness. I mean, it was, it's more forgettable than offensive. I mean, I thought the concept. I'm thinking, okay, this should be cool, you know. But yeah, that but was really I just, I just, I was getting so it annoyed. Doesn't, it doesn't do anything that. I like when he was a teacher and talking to the kids. I mean, this was fun. This was cool. Yeah, like, okay. yeah. Like I said, the first 20 minutes of the movie, I was like, I was <laughs> no, it. But then it immediately lost interest. Immediately. <laughs> so, but it's all good. No, I was going to say, Tony. Yeah. Uh, pro. Give me your level of programming to it. Oh no, I watched this thing entirely, hundred percent of my attention. Of course, he did. Really? Okay. <laughs> well, I think okay. So I knew what I was getting into, right? I was like, all right, I gotta dumb my brain down because it's gonna. I knew it was gonna get slapsticky, so I prepped myself. See, and I didn't know that. I didn't think it would get slapsticky. How get how could you not? The movie's called Naked and it's got Marlon Wayans in it. That's like what he does. He does slapstick stupid yeah. movies. Yeah, so I, thought I'm like, was, I thought he was trying to beat you. Know, I thought he was trying to break Tony, out of that or something. Tony, no, no. Tony's right. You should have yeah, known. Yeah, you should have known. Because he, he titled it Naked. Maybe I gave him more credit than you know. Right? Like, he could have called it anything else if he was trying to be serious, but he called it Naked, you know? So yeah. it's setting you up right away. Um, and I wasn't was actually. Taken. And he's the co repeating Groundhog Day were already taken. <laughs> <Jesus Christ. laughs> um, but like, I, I, I was honestly, I was cringing for a lot of the jokes, but then one of them just got me. It's like for every ten bad cringy jokes, there was one kind of clever one, and so it came, and I was already in the dumbed down mode, so I was like, it was fine, it was fine, and I was kind of really looking forward to the groundhog-esque take on it like i wanted to see how they addressed um the the groundhog thing the 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 repetitive the ten thousand hour mastering something improving yourself being the best version of yourself type um of an idea within the context of this you know slapstick comedy because you've got Groundhog Day, which is clever comedy. You got this, which is slapstick. So I was like, I wanted to see that it, it, something that's a little more palatable than it's for than Groundhog Day. You know, it's a, it's hard for some people to get into. Mainly, fucking Laney couldn't get into Groundhog Day, so I'm like, well, I'm making you watch this this black guy's ass, you know, on the screen for 20 minutes, so we can get yeah. to the to the good stuff. All right. Did um, you get? Did you finish this one? Yeah, no, she was in it. Um, she she it, it we ended up having a lot of like 
I wonder what's next. I wonder what what he's gonna have to fix next. Whether what you know, because he's constantly trying to get the perfect wedding to happen, and we kept on talking about different aspects of him improving, him getting there. And we were actually engaged in that whole process of that's not going to work. That's not going to be enough. Um, you know, he's going to have to fix this or he's going to have to fix that. Like we were in it. So, you know, it's, it was, it was a dollar for us. We enjoyed it. I mean, it's Gold not jacket, a slater. What's that? Who gives a shit? Yeah. <laughs> Gold jacket, green jacket. Yeah. I mean, it's all good. Yeah. Some... I ain't mad at Yeah. I'll tell you why, man. People once said Harley for choosing Saving Private Ryan. This piece of shit. Mazel. Oh, this guy. Matt Damon movie. You better not have fucking watched this guy. (laughs) Well, I I was trying to, but I kept getting text messages from my fellow bad boys, and they kept interrupting me. Were you really trying to watch this movie on your phone? I had my headphones on. I got it on iTunes. I can watch it on my phone, on my tablet, on my iPod Touch. With my headphones, it's like surround sound in my head. Like you have the Apple Watch. Like, like Steven Spielberg wanted me to watch it. Yeah, that when he was the, when he was. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That's exactly he wanted. Come on, bro! I didn't get that subwoofer that you got at the same time. That was all, that that deal that subwoofer and surround sound for nothing. Come on now, I get a chance okay. to watch it. I'm going to crank the shit out of it for real, yo. Come on now. I, and and you know I was actually really pleased the sound of some of the the dialogue scenes when they're just talking I had to turn it up a little bit for the most part though like the action scenes were really well sound designed like it wasn't too loud I mean I had it up really loud but Chris usually is sensitive when it's too loud like she'll be like uh, well I had it up as loud as I'm comfortable with it and it it didn't offend her she was perfectly fine with it so i think like it wasn't too like troubly or wasn't too bassy or like the i don't know it worked like the action scenes it just the the sound work of it was very good so but you know but the anyways. meat of the movie isn't in the is is between all the action scenes like i i i, I enjoyed this time around watching watching Saving Private Ryan, I enjoyed the the non um action pieces more than the action pieces. Because I, I kinda like I I know them. Like I've seen this movie several times and I know sure. all the action pieces but I never paid right. as much attention to the like the drama, just the, the just you know, the people, you know, the, the how they're dealing with it and um one thing I mean, I noticed all their different lives together, you know. Yeah, united. like all how Same everyone is affected. All, over the place. all their coping mechanisms, uh, and mm-hmm. like every what I noticed this time around is every scene has an element of one life being worth many lives, right? So we've got this yeah. squad going to save one person. There's you know saving one person, uh, one one soldier. Well, the, by that soldier being alive, they'll be able to save more people. You know, like it, it, it's like there's always this one to many. The justification. Thing. Yes. But yes. You, yeah, you get friction right off the bat too. Like Edward Burns' character, like, why? Hey, hey it's like, hey, Captain, why are we risking our life for one guy? You know? Yeah, yeah. It's like I got a mom too, and you know, Captain. Exactly. Got a mom yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and the yeah. casting shows is great too. Fucking Barry Pepper. Oh, I love. It. He's great He's, in this. You know? Yeah. Benito Giovanni, and I still hate Corporal Upham. 
He still pisses me off in that oh, one scene. Right. Fucking, oh, gosh. That one scene or the whole last oh, fucking gosh. half an hour of the movie was mm-hmm. just standing there, just shell-shocked. Just, yeah. I don't I know mean, why we're tippy-toeing, right? I'm sure everyone's seen it, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can spoil shit on the movie. That's, that's not an issue. Um, yeah, you know, it's interesting. I didn't. I didn't, I didn't your daughter take it? Like, especially, I mean, that scene's pretty violent. Like, especially well, in the same, scene, too, with uh, Private Mellis with Adam Goldberg. That scene's yeah, fucking I, oh. Yeah, that's. That was the exact scene where I wanted her to sit next to me because I knew it was going to be, it was going to be tough because that scene is, I mean, I was telling Chris, like, have you ever seen a movie where somebody gets slowly stabbed like that? Like, I remember remember when I was watching it when I was younger because I've seen this a half a dozen times. Because Jason never does that; he takes a machete really fast to someone's head. You know, but. I remember the first time I think I saw it, I was like, shit, is he getting stabbed? Oh, don't. Oh, oh no. He's getting, oh. I mean, you know, it's like. And he's acting in that scene, too. Everybody's acting is Everybody's brilliant acting. in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's good, though. And, he, you know, he gets whacked relatively early. Come so on, Caps. You reminds me of my niece back home. <laughs> yeah. like, he actually emotes so, more in this movie than he has in. You know, he sleepwalks all his other Fast and Furious movies. Yeah, and eight Fast and Furious, yeah. Um, no, I mean, it, yeah. I mean, what's to say that hasn't been said? I mean, I know we've never talked about the movie. That's um, to be a perfect movie. Matt Damon essen- was in it. It's essentially a perfect film. Um, oh, just see? Oh, just there's, a little, there's a little bit of shaky cam in it. I, I don't bother I don't care me. For I dig it. it. I dig it. it I, feel, I feel like I'm it in it. It adds to the... It works for this film, and, but and I'm, the, I'm so used to it not working. Uh, as soon as I see it, it, it catches my attention, and so I'm automatically kind of distracted by it. And you see people mimic um, that after this movie, too, you know? Oh, There's parts God, where it's like yes. action, and then it goes to oh. silence, you know? I'm not yes. sure if Steeler's been the first one to ever do that, but no, I just but remember it's... seeing that afterwards a lot, you know? And especially the video games being very influenced from that scene in the beginning, too. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Um, um, but yeah, we'll, it's, but, there's, but there's a look to the movie too, though. Not just that handheld, but there's a. I don't know how to explain it, but well, it I seems can ex- like I can tell you oh, about it in the oh, okay. Wikipedia if you'd like. <laughs> well, there's just a scene like when the dirt pops out of the ground. It seems I don't know if it's like frames are slowed down or sped up, or it just has this or weird like skipping like, frames or something. There's you know a, what I'm talking about, Tony? You know yeah. what I'm trying to explain? Yeah, it's, it's maybe you can explain it better. What? No, let, like, let let's see what the official word is. Okay. All right. So, uh, oh, you notice it too, then, guys. You guys notice it too? Yes, absolutely. And it was. Okay. It's not an accident. Um, uh, I'm sure. I'm assuming, yeah. Where the fuck is it? Because I dig it. Like I'm not saying it's bad or, or anything wrong about it. Like I really like enjoy that because it just. I don't know. It just has a feel of, like. Okay, so here it is. Uh, to achieve a tone and quality that was true to the story, as well as reflected the period in which it was set, Spielberg once again collaborated with cinematography Janusz Kaminski, saying, quote, Early on, we both knew that we did not want this to look like a Technicolor extravaganza about World War II, but more like color newsreel footage from the 40s, which is very desaturized and low-tech. Kaminsky had the protective coating stripped from the camera lenses 
making them closer to those used in the 40s. He explained cool. that, quote, without the protective coating, the light goes in and starts bouncing around, which makes it slightly more diffused and a bit softer without being out of focus. Quote, the cinematographer completed the overall effect by putting the negative through bleach bypass, a process that reduces brightness and color saturation. The shutter timing was set to 90 or 45 degrees for many of the battle sequences, as opposed to the standard of 180 degrees timing. Kaminsky clarifies, in the way we attained a certain staccato in the actor's movements and a certain crispness in the explosion, which makes them slightly more realistic. So it almost seems like in the action scenes, the frame rate is dropped. It's more like, it's more stuttery. And it adds to the chaotic feel of it. Um, but I remembered, I think this, the one of the few things I kind of took away from it this time that I hadn't in the past is the action scenes are so goddamn well shot. The, we've seen explosions. We've seen people get blown through windows. We've seen, you know, we obviously have seen gore, but what Spielberg does by sort of combining all them together with the look and feel of almost a, you know, a doc almost it's, it is, it absolutely engrosses you. And, you know, I caught myself talking to Chris about how I couldn't finish guardians of the galaxy. And and I said, it's essentially an animated film. You have live actors on a green screen, but the entire film around it is a cartoon. And, as opposed to the contrasting something like Saving Private Ryan, which now if they shot this today, it would be entirely green screen. It would be, everything would be CG for for cost, basically. And I remember seeing like a documentary on this, and he built the goddamn bridge and the whole town and all that shit. And I mean, it's all the squib work and, and all the special effects. Well, it was in body every like... It's- Grenades, oh. sock bomb things are making. Jesus, sticky tank. bombs, baby. Sticky bombs, yeah. The, it's in the, the manual. The, it's in the manual. Um, <laughs> this, the, the, the tank coming into town. Oh, she's nervous. Yes. Mm. The, the pepper you know, kissing its cross. And the, even the camera zoomed in right on his face, you know, like, or like up, I'm getting scared, you know, hearing the bullets. And the guy walking by him slowly after it's, you know, he kills off again, over. So, spoiler alert, you know. Um, and he just walks by and you're like, what, the, what are you, you have so many emotions going through there, you know, but then to add that too, it's like, you're going through a roller coaster of emotions, you know what I mean? Cause you get to know these characters. They're all, they're telling you to like, try to find out about the captain, what he does back home. You know, you got this, like, you know, that cool little storyline. Mm-hmm. You get to know everybody. You know, you, you, you're almost like the new recruit. You're like up him when he comes in, he's trying to meet everybody. And so you start to get to know him. Um, and you got that one scene too, you know, where you're talking to that German. And, uh, you know, Betty Boop, I love Betty, I love you. You know, you're just like, mm-hmm. what a different fucking time. Like, if you, I'm trying to imagine, like, if I, at my age, being in that, I don't know what I would have done, you know? Like, I would have been just angry, but, you know what I mean? But you got to follow the rules of engagement. And it's just, I don't know, man. It's I don't just, know, man. It, the rules of engagement went out the window back then. I really? mean, evident, yeah, I mean, evident by, you know, they didn't take any prisoners. They killed everybody. I mean, yeah, you see them standing up there, they're like, just on top of the hill, just because I know I, I was that drives me crazy. Like when they just come out of shooting, then you gotta follow this rule. And you're like, man, you're just being shot at. Like it's like it seems like that's war it should be canceled out. And it's just 
him and they, or like he killed your friend right next to you. There's that one guy that he's looking for a helmet. He finally finds one. He still gets shot through the head. You're like, oh fuck, man. You know when it's like slow mo. You got like guys looking. You got that one guy looking for his arm. Oh, it's fucking. It's it's tough, man. It's a, you know that's it's it's brutal, but it, like, it needs to be brutal, and you know it needs to be. I mean, you don't want to sugarcoat it. I mean, it's war. You know what I mean? And like even that day, like uh, poor guy lost three brothers, and you know, like yeah. Tom it's, Sizemore's it's, death kill, gets me every time. So I love Tom Sizemore in this. Yeah, he's so he throws good his gun and gets shot like in the ass with yeah, his legs. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, fucker. He throws his gun. <laughs> he's like, let's go. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah, this movie. Yeah, it, this movie's a Slater. The black ends thing. No question. That was a yeah. fucking movie. That was a fucking movie. That was a fucking movie. Whoa. Oh yeah, I yeah, yeah be there's no, no question. It's essential. Again, it's essentially a perfect film, but more importantly, it is. I mean, and I, you know me, I'm, um, I'm not a Spielberg freak like a lot of people. You know, um, he's such a prolific director. This is his last great film, for all I'm concerned. I think he, this is. We started doing um, a lot of biopics, right? Like a lot of history. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, And it just is. He hasn't ever directed. This is a is a complete film. I mean, every movie he did before that, the Schindler's list is a, is a perfect film. Um, but it's not for everybody. It's not for all audiences. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not asking my nine year old to watch Schindler's list. It's just too, it's too Uh much how he pulls off making. And he, he's, he does what Cameron is famous for. And that is making a wonderfully entertaining film but also being somewhat important, almost like it, it's it's not just an action flick. It's also mm-hmm. this. And this is a historical documentary that's really easy to watch for anybody because it's fairly straightforward, you know what I mean? Um, but it's just done... Now, obviously, the, the, the don't get me wrong, the violence, especially in the opening D-Day, um, Omaha Beach is again it's there's no green screen it's it all feels very yeah it's um, one of the most amazing like authentic and stuff yeah Yeah. and so it's been duplicated like crazy i mean it's just yeah yeah it's it's never been duplicated i mean it's been i mean it's tried to rip off yeah yeah so um, often imitated was it how's it go no, yeah, 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 never matched or whatever. But let me ask you this real quick. So, if Ryan came on '98. What did you? How did you feel about AI? I enjoyed AI, and I also enjoyed Minority Report. I mean, they're okay. good. They're they're right. very cool films. And um, then after that, Catch Me If You Can came out as well. After that, he did the small stuff. Yeah, he did a couple of the small little films. Munich. Um, uh, it was fine. I remember it being okay, but nothing special. So everything else after that, um, you're saying you just weren't. Huge fan everything fan. else, no, no, no. Everything after that stunk. <laughs> I mean, you know, like Warhorse. No, Warhorse was garbage. It Rex was. I did. I saw um, big chunks of it, but it just didn't. You saw Lincoln. I saw Lincoln because I was super excited, and it stunk. And it, I mean, Daniel Day Lewis. I mean, Jesus Christ, it, it stunk. I mean, I want to rewatch that one just because, but I, yeah, it's it's interesting that I, he has not. I mean, I'm I'm interested in uh, Ready Player, uh, Ready Player One, 
I saw the, the, the trailer too. It looks cool. You know it's what I mean? Very cool, huh? yeah. Um, but I'm, you know, I don't. Have you talked about the Empire Run yet? Well, the kid's in the Yeah, yeah, sorry. Um, what's there to say? It's it's an awesome movie. I mean, I, <laughs> I get your take, you know. Yeah, but I talked about how I paid more attention to the the story versus sure, the action sure. this time around. Um, it, it's a it's a good movie. What can I say? Okay, yeah, there you go. That's what I was waiting for. That's what we're all waiting for. <laughs> <laughs> Certified Slater, right there, easily, right there. Oh yeah. So Tony, we you got some news for us about our uh, certain uh, Patreon page there. Yeah, we got our new patron. Um, Who's that? Patron is a person who uh, gives us money once a month <laughs> for, for doing what we do, I guess. It's on patreon.com. Um, slash Bad Boys that? Podcast. And, uh, yeah, so we got a new one. Uh, and, and, Cha-ching. Uh, we, go, we getting rich, biatch. Yeah, so <laughs> shout out to Arturo Murillo. Murillo, Murillo whatever. How are the fuck you pronounce it? Well, let's ask her. Let's ask her. How does she pronounce it? Right, right. Um, let's see. How do you how do you pronounce this lady? Arturo Mario. Oh, she likes Mario. She likes Mario. There you go. Now, Harley, do you know who that is? No, not a clue. Not a goddamn clue. He's been on the show. Oh shit. <laughs> Oh, you know what? Just like that, he's gone. He's not a patron. Uh, he's not a patron. <laughs> he just, just found it out, and he just clicked out. So, well, you know, lucky Thanks. for you, we did some research for you. We found him online actually oh. to help you out. Right, Tony? Yeah. Uh, apparently, he has a yeah. He has a lot of different hats that he wears. One of them is uh, being <laughs> a. <laughs> uh, a senator in Bolivia. He is the He's taking his busy his time off his busy schedule to help you know, donate via patrol. In, in he he's in Co- Cochabamba, Bolivia. <laughs> he is a Republican senator. So thank you uh, for providing um senatorship in <laughs> Bolivia. What the fuck do senators but, do? But you know the but in uh in uh, a while back or in January thirteenth, I don't know if he's going to continue helping us out, because apparently Mr. Jose Arturo Murillo is accused of shooting and killing a 39-year-old Victorville man during a dispute over money. Whoa. He pleaded not guilty to murder earlier this week and is scheduled to appear in court January 19th. So we don't know if he's out yet. Or Arturo Murillo, very, 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 very interesting. This guy yeah. gets, he gets around. He, he's a, yeah. Murillo's bail amount is $1.75 million during his arraignment. Yep, he's going to have to raise taxes. So, yeah, um, I don't know if we would want someone like that donating money to us. I mean, hey, we love it. money. I, yeah, I hey, I don't care as long as it's clean. You launder okay, that shit. Okay, so, right. well, I don't give a shit. I don't even so if you got to dust off a little Coke off, you don't mind? You're okay with that? You know, I don't guys, give a goddamn. You're all about that green, then. I'm all about the Benjamins, baby. Because, I mean, if you, I mean, like I said, he got a dispute over money, so if he maybe gets up to <laughs> love. He was probably trying to save up to get money to us. So, maybe, but this, you know, but this could be the uh, a different uh, art. art So, but that's just I know. I mean, it just. But Arturo, thank you, thank you for. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, like you know, I I'm waiting for him. We've talked about it. We're trying to get him back on. 
on the show. He's been he's just been super busy. He's been traveling the world. He's, he's been killing people apparently. Not I mean allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Exactly. Yeah. Innocent charges. Exactly. That's how we feel. So, I mean, it, it, the only thing the problem is when you Google that name, that's just always seems to pop up. Unfortunately, mm. that's so. Right. Yeah, but if you hardly if you go there and look at this picture, you know. A handsome man there, you know. He's bald a little bit. He's got a mustache, but you know, we all get old. It's no big deal. We love yard. Hopefully, you know, fight them charges. We got your back. If you need that money back for to be bailed, <laughs> no <laughs> refunds. I'm sorry. <laughs> refunds. Oh no. <laughs> it's always a. It's a, remember that one time I googled my name too. Remember, and I was accused of something too. So don't feel bad. I don't know if it's a Mexican or what. Just get a bad rap because I'm liking this game because now I want to look up our, our co-host here. See what we yeah, find my, here. My name's unique enough where it's uh, not highly. Can I take it to your Facebook? Yeah. Oh, let's see. Harley, Harley Martin White Pages. Harley Martin California White Pages. There's a Martin Harley. MartinHarley.com. There's a what? There's a Martin Harley. Is that right? It's a, it's Wait, a band. What's that about? Looks like it's a band. No yeah. way. There's a yeah. band called Martin Harley? Yeah. Holy shit. Go. Well, I just found his obituary. <laughs> <laughs> Harley Martin passed away on April 3rd, 2017 at age of 60 in Michigan. <laughs> oh, shit. Rest in peace. <laughs> He's dead. <laughs> Dude, that is so creepy to he- see that. That he was weird. just died. Har- Harley E. Martin. Harley was a resident of Michigan. That's crazy. That's fun. There's another Harley, That's right? It is. Let's see. Let's hear that again. Oh, shit. Man. Sad. Mayo, du- Mayo Dulis? Harley Martin. There's another one here. See, you're not the only one. Oh, yeah, here's Martin Harley concert set list. But here's a beautiful gardens. HarleyMartin.co.uk. Let's see what we got here. Beautiful gardens. People enjoy in and around West Berkshire and Hampshire. You have to, maybe you have to go visit there, Harley. Mm. Oh, yeah. Some trips again. Oh boy! All right. So, all right. Who's got homework? I got homework, right? Yeah. Okay. So there's a couple movies I see on my Plex I wanted to uh, bring up. I noticed some baby drivers on there, but I guess it'd be more extra credit. I was well, you guys saw it. I have not seen it. It'd be, a, it'd be homework for me. Well, I do have homework. So. Okay, there's uh, Animal Creation that I see here. I'm very interested in seeing that. But Is there's that a sequel of sequels? Oh, a prequel, actually. Oh. Yeah. And there's this one movie here that I, I heard a review on that uh, uh, from one of the podcasts that he really liked. It was called The Hero in 2017. The Hero? Yeah, the hero, and it stars um, Sam Elliott. Yeah, an alien movie star comes to terms with his past and mortality. Yeah, I'm on. I'm sure I'll watch it. Oh yeah, I got uh, I got those two. I I would go with uh, <clears throat> the hero. Yeah, cool. Yeah, like that one. Yeah, yeah. It seems more interesting to me than mm-hmm. the more sure. traditional one. Yeah, okay. I mean, horror movies aren't my thing, so I'm going to choose this one. 
don't know, man. You chose naked. That was pretty damn scary. <laughs> Finishing it was scary. <laughs> and I got Mars All Attacks. Right. Well, you got the extra credit. Mars Attacks? Yep. I knew it. Nice. Yep, yep. Yeah, no, I, I, I didn't even... I was... I had a list up, but no. I've been wanting to assign that for a long time. I've been wanting to rewatch that for a long time. So Harley brought it up today, so perfect time. Sweet. Freaking lootly. Absolutely. Freaking lootly. Right. Yeah, man. So how was your guys' weekends, y'all? Mine was chill. We didn't do much. Uh, we barbecued tri-tip again, just in case, Tony, yeah. you Curious. I mean, you know. he didn't smell it. And just went over there. <laughs> Another. I think it was uh, three, three and a half pounds. Yeah. So, perf cooked to perfection on the charcoal. I don't fuck around with propane. Holy charcoal! You know. I mean, you know, it takes time. You know, forty-five minutes plus. You got to let it sit on the cutting board for 30 minutes before you slice into it but god damn it is that time worth it so um yeah we had tri-tips tonight it was good uh mazzy was sick she had the little flu on thursday and friday so uh kind of hung out with her watched saving private ryan as a family uh yeah. last night the night before but that was so that was that was actually really cool i i wanted the kids to watch it so that, that what was it take on it they liked it. They they liked it um, for sure. Anna was, I mean, I, I will say, uh, I cry a lot through the film. Like I keep tearing up, you know. Um, you did? Yeah, yeah. I absolutely. I always do. Um, just like a bitch. Just like a bitch. Chris was tearing <laughs> up. Um, both of the girls were like wide eyed throughout the entire film, which is interesting because it's a long film. You know what I mean? So the fact that they. You know that they can enjoy it yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's what I was saying. The the specialness of it. But so you guys have a rule like when you guys are watching, no phones allowed. You guys like you know. Totally... It's interesting. Chris kept programming to it. No, Chris. And I was like, "Are you really programming to this?" She goes, Fuck "I can't watch shit. it. It's too, it's too stressful." She literally would program because of, of the stress of it. Because I noticed. I noticed, like, during the non-action scenes, she'd put her phone down and listen and pay attention. But when it was the action scenes and blood and guts and, yes. you know, like like the scene with when Giovanna Ribisi's bleeding out, you know, mm -hmm. total cringing, right? She is absolutely – she can't watch it. She's just like, oh, it's too much, you know what I mean? So um, there's quite a bit of that for her. But the kids – uh, they ate it up. They they enjoyed it. But um, anyways, so we watched that. Um, but uh, yeah, just kind of chilling this weekend. The weather's it's cooled off quite a bit. So yeah. um, <clears throat> looks like we we might have some friends coming and visiting us next weekend, and then the following weekend, some more friends coming. So we'll oh, see. Cool. Yeah, so. some more tri tip then. Uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> there you go, Tony. I'm gonna have a new record, and I go. If, if Harley's is really that good, yeah, seriously, that might be. Go over there for some trade tip. Go up there oh, for my birthday. Sure, you know, I'm sure it's nothing special. I don't. Oh, I now, don't now, listen, I don't, now listen. I don't spend days marinating it or anything like that. Um, I marinate it with a real simple um, rub and like a barbecue sauce. And um, you, get to you, sauce. you make your barbecue yes. sauce, or do you buy it bottled? No, I buy it. So Which one? I, yeah, it's all, all 
over the counter. Um, I've used a bunch of different kinds, okay. and I they all work. Um, so you don't have a go to? No, no, no. You don't carry a, a thing of uh, barbecue sauce in a, in a gun holster. <laughs> I get a. We get this um, like a pepper um, uh, seasoning. Um, the, the biggest ingredient is pepper. So it works really well with beef and we get it in bulk at Winco. So I usually buy like a big bag of it and it's cheap. Um, but it's really good on beef and I make all my hamburgers out of it. It's sort of the main you, you flavor. Like, you like drench it in pepper or do you like sprinkle like a little pinch or? No, no, no. We, when I cook tri-tip or any kind of beef, I use a lot of pepper. That's what I'm saying. You don't, so you don't just put a pinch. You, you fucking. No, no, no. Yeah, no, I go. I go crazy, so. But um, uh, no, the, I I think the trick with tri tip is is the getting it cooked. You don't want it. Oh, you certainly don't want it. Oh, really? You have to cook tri tip? Is that that's, well, the, that's then, the secret? But, but you, you know, know that's careful. Right? It's easy. I uh, I me, once man. cooked it a couple times ago, and I undercooked it, and we had to end up microwaving some of the pieces in the middle just because I didn't cook it all the way through. The trick is when you pull it off the grill, you have to let it sit. You can't right. just start cutting into it. You have to let it sit for like 20, 30 minutes before you start cutting it. And that really evens it out. Um, and so I've I've been fortunate. It's turned out pretty gotcha. good the last half a dozen times. So You just go out and eat it. You wouldn't have a try cooking it yourself? Or no. have you tried? I don't have the patience. <laughs> it, it does. I mean, it literally, you know, you've. I mean, sometimes we buy it and then freeze it, but most of the time we just buy it and then cook it that day or something like that or the next day. You know, I like to, I try to marinate it for 12 hours. Um, yeah. But yeah, man, for, you know, for us, it's, it takes half an hour to get the coals ready and nice and hot. And then you throw it on there. Once I get it on there, I, I can leave it alone for about for 30 minutes then I typically flip it for about 10 minutes and then I pull it off. But yeah, I mean, you're talking about, you know, it takes dinner, it takes two hours to cook it. You know what I mean? So, um, but everybody loves it. Oh, cool. <laughs> there you so, go. That's, that's, that's a good nobody, endorsement. Nobody yeah, ever complains. <laughs> nobody goes PBR, so you're good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what you do, MCP? Sat around on my ass, played video games. Watching dogs. Yeah, I um, I, I went. We went over to visit my parents uh, yesterday. Uh, we just hung out, just had dinner. My mom made a uh, mole, and uh, oh, get this! Do you know? Do you know what mole is? Have you had it? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Right, it's good shit, it? right? Harley, have you had it? Uh, I might have, but it's like a clarify chocolate gravy, Mexican chocolate gravy type. It's kind of, it's mm, very no. sweet, but you put it on chicken, and it's just like just covered in it. You eat it with tortilla and rice. I mean, it's but it's good no, shit. It's it's ba- it's a, c- a cacao bean based like gravy st- stuff. But here's the thing, my mom puts quick in it. I oh, did, now you're literally saying chocolate. You used to try. That. I don't think I've ever had it with chocolate. Mole, it, well, mole is a chocolate based sauce, like gravy sauce. Um, so it has a little bit. Normally, it has a little bit of chocolate in it. it has a, it's still because it's based on the cacao bean. It has a has still has the bitter flavor in it. Um, there's lots of different types of mole. Actually, there's there's several different types. So you may have not have had the ones that I've had the dark chocolate looking one. 
Um, but anyway, but I, it blew my mind. She's like, oh, yeah, I started using um, Nesquik. <laughs> she puts Nesquik powder oh. into it. I'm like, that is fucking brilliant. How, mm. how did how did I not know this before? How does how is this not in my life before? Because it's it, it, it's delicious. I'm like, um, you know, you is know, you know, sweet? you know, like the in the in the in the plains of Africa when there's a zebra lying down that the lions have all eaten and the hyenas are like face deep in its guts and they're coming out with blood on all over their face. That's oh me gosh. with some mole all up in my that's, hair, that's man. Me. I'm in. That's not a senior one to try to. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> I am in. But th- it that... on your face and shit. Yes. Yes. It's good. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> that was my. <laughs> that was the, the highlight sweet? of my weekend. Wow. Yeah. It's not sweet and it's not hot. It's like. Uh, no, it's not hot. It's, it's, it's more sweet than anything. Um, the traditional mole is slightly sweet, a little bitter. Um, not really spicy, but it's good. I mean, I, I, like I always, I've loved sauce, it. You know, like, What's that? It's like, I like an enchilada sauce with like, you know, the bar over mm. your A little bit. You know, it's it's like thicker. Chicken, it's, all over. it's a lot thicker. It's more like a gravy. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, no, I've, I've been eating that my whole life. I've always loved it. I've always loved mole, but now it's like another level. I'm like, damn, damn, mom, <laughs> you make me want to move back in. <laughs> speaking of which yeah my parents are um i don't know if you knew fonzo but they they're leasing the oceanside pet hotel it's oh, they're not right? it's they're not managing it anymore and they're not running it it's a different business Ooh. oceanside I saw, pet hotel I saw it's got a different name it's gone oceanside pet hotel doesn't exist anymore it is now pacific pet resort and someone else is running it. it's someone else's business whoa yeah and that nuts that fucking thing has been in our family for my um, almost my whole life. Yeah, and, and it's and it's gone. It, they they when did that happen? Um, a couple like a, like a week ago. I just kept forgetting about it. That does it's big news. Well, I saw it on Facebook like because I got a notification saying you know yeah. this page just changed its name, and I'm like, what? Yeah, okay. yeah. And um, they've like tore up. They've they they've been renovating a bunch of stuff. They tore out. Remember, you know how it had that orange tile that ugly fucking orange tile <laughs> they tore it up yeah. and i was like no that's my childhood man oh wow <laughs> yeah, oh, you went over there to look at it what's that you went over there to check it out yeah i'll probably go in there and check it out one of these days no, did you go, go there when they were re- you said you went i have there? not yeah. this is all just stories oh. from my dad oh but, okay yeah but didn't you have like security stuff there like that's thing all your cameras and things that's all theirs now or no, it's all theirs. I mean, everything that's in there, it's theirs okay. now. My dad sold or he sold le- it is leasing, not sold it, but he's leasing it out. Oh. He's renting it. He's just let, he's just renting it to him. So he's okay. still getting paid. Yeah, he's he's making the, you know, consistent income the um but uh so no, so so what I was going to say is that uh that he's pulling the the boys in into uh the family business um doing uh, police dog training. Oh, yeah. And so he's like, all right, I need you guys because we're going to be training police dogs. We're going to be, you know, I need you guys fit. So he said for you're going to have to train, go to the gym for two hours a day, every day while on the payroll. I'm like, motherfuckers are getting paid to get fit. Wow. I was was just going to be my question. Are they getting paid? They're getting paid to work out. Man, I was like, but it is. Hey, it's part of the job, you know. Like athletes, you know, they get paid to work out. 
So I'm sure. just like, but fuck. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, I, I want to come back. I, can you pay me? <laughs> Between the mole and the fucking getting paid to fucking no, pump and you got the shorts that man, you got fucking wrong when you were a kid. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, but you got to play in that Aussie record, man. That was cool. They never got to do that. That's true. Yeah. That was fun. That was fun stuff. That's a that's a and that, and that car. Robbers. Remember the car, the police car, yeah. The yeah. broken down police car with two wheels. It's gone. It's, well, yeah, that was gone a long time ago. That that's something that they never experienced. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh. Oh. Uh. It wasn't actually part of my weekend. Um, cause we went right in the middle of the week to a Green Day concert down at, uh, the Chula Vista. <laughs> oh, that doesn't count. Yeah, <laughs> at the Chula Vista enough. Amphitheater down there, the sleep train That's or whatever. Fucking Green Day. Green wow. Day. Yeah. So Lainey's brother's big fan of Green Day. Um, and, and so for his birthday, which is next month, we took him down there to, to go see him. First concert he's ever been to. Um, and, and he, he, I've never heard someone sing every single word of every single song they played. And, and he was belting them out. Like he was just screaming. He yes. lost his voice and everything. Uh, you forgive me rapping awesome. to, uh, Mr. Outcast. Yeah. But at some Outcast. point you would like take a drink of your drink, you know, like he hey, man, didn't thirsty, fucking man. stop. You know, all, that, all that singing gets you thirsty. I'll little parched. I know. I know. And this mother, <laughs> this kid, like, I'm like, dude, calm down or something. But no, I was like, and at one point, cause normally like Lane and I, when we go to concerts or we go to anywhere, we normally leave early to beat the traffic. And she's like, should we go? I'm like, look at this kid. He's, he's got veins popping out of his neck while he's singing. No, we're not leaving. Damn. <laughs> it's like, no, he is enjoying this. He's going to, he's going to get the full experience. Let him get the full experience. So that was, did fun. he know he got those tickets until he went there? Or was it a surprise? No, no, no. We knew he's, he's known for like four months, but as oh, soon as they went on, he's been crazy then. Oh yeah. He's days. been talking about it and yeah, he, he was excited. <laughs> well, how are yeah. you guys? You guys aren't Green Day fans. What did, what did you guys um, I mean, uh, one of the first, you remember the, the, what was that music? Columbia House. Columbia House. One of the Dookie. first uh, albums I got was Dookie on I Columbia House. So I was a, <laughs> I was a I think fan. think everybody got that fucking album. <laughs> right, right. So I was a fan just because, because of that. Um, so they played some songs from that album. You're like, yeah, I recognize yeah, that song. Yeah, I recognize a few of them. Um, and Lainey was a fan. She grew up with it. Uh, but not as much as this kid. He he kind of fell in love with it very like within the last few years. Who opened so up for him? Just, huh? Who opened up for Green Day? Um, oh, something in the bottlenecks or something in the, the I don't know. <laughs> it was a kind of an obscure band. Sure. Um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, no, it was it was all about Green Day. They they put on a fucking show. Um, they, they, they they're, guys, they're professionals for sure. I yeah, mean, they have and, to know what they're. And they have doing. a really have cool to. message of you know, everybody get along type thing. You know, everybody equality and it, they're they're rebels and they're yeah. like against the government and all that shit. And so they, they were. He he was very um, passionate about it. Um, and and he and he was very engaging with the with the crowd. One of the funny things is that like the first band, the opening band, he would go. Um, you know how they always yell the city name and he'd go, come on, Chula Vista. And it's like fucking crickets. I'm like, nobody wants to admit that they're from Chula Vista. You got to say San oh, Diego, wow. man. <laughs> and then, so yeah, so once Green Day came out, they were yelling San Diego. And so we were all yelling back, but I, I thought oh, wow. it was funny. <laughs> yeah. That'd be funny. Start to name some obscure cities. Come on, Ramona. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Ramona. Remember here where no, y'all at? Yeah. There's like two people from here. 
Fallbrook, where are you at? Mr. Heads at Bull, what up? Where's oh, all my man. El Cajon homies? Yep. Where's my Where's my clan tea at? Okay, all right, all right. You kill the joke. Take I it. Kill Come. It. Sorry. Well, you know. Any more know. Any more cities you know? <laughs> Obscure. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's what you should have played. You know, there's a city called Art Murillo. Murillo. Ah, oh, really? Yes, yes. That yeah. famous city. That's yeah. it. Yeah. They thank them too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man. So now I'm, I'm done. That's cool, man. Play had a good time. That's yeah. I remember your first show. You get you remember your first concert, Harley? Remember your first yeah. show? Chicago Universal Amphitheater with Chris. I was like wow. fucking ten years old. Never forget it. Cool. Thanks. Who opened for them? No idea. I don't. Uh, yeah, I have no idea. Can't remember. Can't remember mine. I think mine. I mean, the first concert that I went to that like I went by myself was when me and Albert saw the crystal method in Hollywood and fat boy slim opened up uh propeller heads opened up. It was like, there was like Damn. five. Yeah. There was a, a BT played. Um, I like that. He yeah. has the first concert I ever went to was with Albert. So you were like the first concert I went with myself was with Albert. I'm like, wait, what? Well, you it was that like, sentence? I went. I wanted to go to it as opposed to I was going with you know. Oh right, Chris's family. Babe. Chris's dad was a big fan of Chicago, so we all went. Um, My first one that I went to that I wanted to go to that I wasn't just tagging along with somebody was Metallica yeah. with you with Fonzo and. Um, no and Jeff. fucking way! In yeah. 2008. That was yeah. your first. That's my concert? first concert that I went to that I wanted to go to. Wow. Yeah. That was a good one too. Uh huh. That was, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. Right on. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, my first one I went to was with like my ex. Like way back in the day. It's a 96, 97 time. It was like, I want to say it was uh, Weezer, Suicidal Tendencies and No Doubt. <laughs> I think that was my first. Or it was like seeing Deftones in Soma. With like Pitch Shifter and Quicksand and these other bands. I just wanted to see that. And, like, and, and, so, and it was a really small venue. I want to say it was one of those two were my first, yeah. But after that, oh, it's been, gosh. What was your last one you went to? Green Day, obviously. Tell me. Exactly. What was yours, Harley? I'm sorry, what, what's the... Your last show that you went to. Oh, the uh, that small little intimate cover, all-female cover band of Led Zeppelin. That was oh, that's right, week. yeah. But they, they kicked ass, man. It was a lot of fun. And getting the girls on stage was, sure, was an absolute absolutely. blast. So mm-hmm. it was the last, um, like with a proper loud sound system, you know right. what I mean? It right, was right, like right. super sure. loud, but not 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 hurting my ears, you right. know, kind of thing. So it was a good sound system. Cool. Um, Mine's ironically yeah. enough, Tony was Metallica. Yeah, I was just going to say, <laughs> you, you just went and saw Metallica recently. Ah, cool. But yeah, this weekend, what did I do? I uh, went down to Burbank for Son of Monspalooza. It's the it's the demon seed of Monspalooza. It's this little it's this little baby. It's at the Burbank Marriott. It's, it's a smaller venue. It's a little bit smaller. It's actually sold out. I've never since I've been going. I've never heard it sell out. People were, have always been able to go down there and purchase tickets. So some people that didn't realize that or never went on the website and noticed that it said sold out, said don't even bother going because we're not going to sell tickets there. 
and there's still people in line trying to get in. It's like, dude, there's signs all over the place that says sold out. They didn't want the shit they got from last year from Montepulga that was at the Pasadena Convention Center, which is a lot bigger. But it, um, they were, they had people outside in line for like hours trying to get in and buy tickets because they never said they sold out. They kind of made it seem like, oh yeah, you can buy a ticket and still get in. So they're still selling tickets even though it already reached capacity because the fire marsh came out. So I think this year they were like, no, we're not doing that anymore. If we got enough tickets, if we made enough, we're selling out. That's it. We're not selling anymore. So I was, yeah, it was crazy. It sold out. Um, I'll briefly talk about it because I did just post a, a YouTube, my YouTube video about it, um, earlier today. Um, so you can check that out if you want. But yeah, me and my boy Chris went. Um, he came down because he had actually bought a ticket for a wrestling indie show that was in Oceanside. So I told him, I go, next time it's in Oceanside, let me know and I'll go. Because I was off that day anyways. <clears throat> so he bought me a ticket for front row. I'm like, all right, cool. Let's go to that. So, but in Palooza, I ran to my buddy Scott, ran into just pretty much everyone that we always run into in the horror conventions, huh. all our fellow horror nerds. So it's always fun to see. Um, this year, the big the big names were Keith David from The Thing, Wolfram Brimley, and pretty much like four of the people from The Thing, Thomas Waits and like the other dudes. So, um, but everyone was charging a lot now, so it's kind of like pick and choose. Like Quinn Lord, the guy that played Sam from Trick or Treat, was there, but I'm like, I, you don't really see the kid. Like, it could be anybody. Like, I know he that's like his thing, huh. thing, but I'm like, dude, unless you're in the cause, I don't. I just, you know what I mean? Let's. It's like, I don't know, it's weird. Like, I got an autograph from Jason, so why is it any different? So, I don't know. It was just weird. I'm like, like, you're all grown up now. Like, Sam's like this little guy. Like, I, I feel like I want to meet the actual Sam, you know? <laughs> like, maybe because Jason's been played by different actors, you know? So, so it's kind of, a, it's like a, it's like a thing to get like every Jason's autograph, kind of, or like every Michael Myers. And with Robert Englund, it's just one. So it's kind of cool to be, okay, boom, it's in. So, I don't know, it's just kind of odd. Like, the fact that everyone's charging a certain ridiculous amount of prices, like, fuck, I'm trying to pick and choose. I also want to buy merch there. So it was kind of tough. But um ran into my sister and John all day went down there. Um, oh, John was a big Revenge of the Nerds guy. So Robert Carradine and Booger, Curtis Armstrong, were there. So he was really stoked. Like, he, his big thing, he just wanted to meet Curtis Armstrong. He's like, dude, if I meet him, I'm stoked. And on her Instagram page, she has a video of him meeting him. And he's like, hey. Um, and Curtis Armstrong's like, well, you can't go wrong with this picture. He's like, it's the original. It's him with his classic T-shirt that says uh, um, "Give me head till I'm dead," which is a fucking amazing T-shirt. Um, so he's getting that to sign, and John was like, looks around, and goes, "Well, okay, if there's no kids around, he's like, is there any way I can? Get, is there any way you you can sign? Um, what the fuck is a fresh? You guys remember that scene mm-hmm. when they're playing po- they're playing cards, and that Asian the, the Asian student goes, "What the fuck is? No, no, he says a royal fresh. Remember, he kept saying royal fresh. Oh. Booker just had an order goes." What the fuck is a fresh? Um, so Curtis Armstrong's like, Booker's like, I could definitely write that, and it was just, it just got a good laugh, and he he totally wrote that on his picture, and it just made John stay. So I thought it was cool, like the fact that uh that uh, he was there and you got to meet him it was cool. Um, I got to meet Keith David, and I got to tell him my love of um, um, remember that story I told you guys where like it was like uh, for like weeks every time Amy came home from work, I was sitting there watching ATL, one of my guiltiest pleasures. Mm. And Keith David plays the dad of the girl, the, the T.I.'s love interest. So I go up to him, like, hey, you know, I'm like, everyone loves you from the thing. They live, you know. I'm like, I love your your voice work as as uh, Goliath from Gargoyles, which was under most, one of the yeah. most underrated cartoons of all time. That Seriously. fucking cartoon's amazing. Um, 
But I go, I go, you know what? I go, I really enjoyed your work as a new news. Her name was Nunu. Nunu's dad uh, in ATO. You, look, you just kind of get this shock look like, you're bringing up ATO to horror convention, you know? It kind of like threw him off a little bit. He's like, he's like, he's like, oh, and he's got that really cool deep voice. And he was like, hey, like, you know, like, I'm, not, I'm, I'm terrible with Keith David impersonation, but he's like, hey, he's like, well, thank you, thank you. He's like, oh, that's, that's nice, that's nice, that's awesome, you know? He goes, you know where I get a lot of love for that movie? He's, I'm aware. He goes, ATO. Like, I'm like, of course. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of funny. I was like, that's awesome. So I got my, um, my, it's kind of funny to say, I got my thing signed by him. Not that thing, but my thing album. And it was the deluxe version where it's got this cool, um, ice breakaway cover. So he's looking at it, he's like, what do you want me to say? He's trying to, trying to figure out how to open the thing. And he kind of opens, it, he goes, ah! Oh! He kind of geeked out about it, he's like, and he closes it back up. So that was cool. So I got him and Mr. Diabetes Wolf for Brimley signed because, I mean, you know, to be fair, to be honest, he's, you know, he's up there in age. He's old, you know, these guys aren't, you know, they're, they're dying off. So if I'm going to get my chance to meet, I'm going to have to fork on the cash and give him the sign. So I got Keith David and, and Wolf of Brimley to sign. I think I'm figuring the other guys, I'm pretty sure I can meet him, you know, some other times, hopefully, you know, they don't die off. But man, let me get the two, you know, let me get these two main guys first, you know, especially Keith David. I just wanted to meet him for so long. So he was cool. Natasha Hensters were there, and I was going to get her to sign my species poster, but then I was thinking, I'll never get anybody else to sign it. So I'm like, ah, I'm like, ah, maybe I'll come back. We kept doing laughs. So maybe we'll come back, you know. Um, right when we got there, the, this movie called Mayhem had already, they had a panel for it, uh, directed by Joe Lynch and Stephen Yeun, the guy that plays Glenn, or played Glenn from Walking Dead, spoiler alert. Um, he was there. So they did a panel for that. So right when we got there, it had already started, but we were to sit down. We wanted to we want to get a free poster with all of them signing. So I brought my Voltron poster because Steven does the voice for Keith and Voltron. So I'm thinking, oh, I see Phil signing, you know? Because remember at Comic Con, I got a title of name from Tucker Vendale to sign it. So I'm like, I'm like, cool, let me add some more signatures to it. So I, it's in my videos where I'm talking to him and I'm like, I can't wait to watch the movie. I'm like, hey, Steven, do you mind signing my Voltron poster? I'm not sure, right here. He grabs a red marker because he's a red lion. It's fucking awesome. And so I was so stoked. I'm like, oh, thank you so much. He was super nice. And I was so stoked because they told us not to get not, not to get anything else signed but that. But, of course, nobody listens. So because uh, my buddy Scott was fucking savage as well. Fuck, he, he'll, get a, he'll get like 20 things signed. He don't care. He got him to sign his two Walking Dead albums. And I looked over. I'm like, you motherfucker, you got two things signed, didn't you? I'm like, he's like, you know. I'm like, yeah. You know, he's got no shame in this game, so. Um, it was really crowded, you know, like I said, smaller venue, but it, I love that Burbank. It's my first one I went to. They had a costume contest, so everyone's hanging out with their, all their elaborate costumes. And it's just always fun hanging outside in the patio, because it, it always reminds me of Laney going, looking at, like, just people watching going, yeah, although, yeah, these are all your peeps. That's all I can tell. It's just <laughs> always cracks me up that yeah. like, when you guys came back from Universal. Um, That's right. Because there was all these people lined up. There was a Demo Gorgon from Stranger Things. There's this one guy dressed up as 11. He had a box of Egos. Um, just these really elaborate costumes. I mean, they, these people go all out. It was really cool. I um, mean, like I said, just running to every fellow horner that I always see at signings at conventions. So that was a lot of fun. And then so after that, four o'clock, we're heading back down to Oceanside. We get stuck in traffic. We're like, fuck, man, this sucks. Door opens at six for the venue for the rest of the event, and then it starts at seven. For sure enough, we're like by Camp Pendleton. It's like almost seven. We're like, fuck, man. We finally started getting, you know. It's free now because LA traffic is a bitch. You guys all know. We finally get there. We get front row. We, I meet his friends, man, who all are decked out in like t-shirts that say, I don't know, 
was it POC? POC, Colonel Loud Crew. You got their names on the back. They always go to these wrestling events, and they got the front row section. They're lined up. They're good to go. They're ready to go. And this this is my first time seeing like an actual uh, initial like a promotion because the other one's more like a smaller venue. This one was like at the Oceanside Boys and Girls Club. It's funny. I lived in Oceanside, you know, for like ever, and I never been in there. But it's cool. They got the little ramp. They got the little monitor. They got the lights for the rest of the entrance. They got storylines. I'm like, oh, this is cool. Okay, this is digging it. You know, getting a big wrestling event, but like in a smaller venue. And they're starting to get big names. Like, um, uh, they, do, they had a you know cool crowd, and uh, they got getting some big names showing up. So as long as you know, as far as wrestling goes, you know, um, uh, like this guy Paul London, who used to be in WWE back in the day, he um, he's called his group's called the Rabbit Tribe, and he, they were having this fucking good old time. And they just it's something about the indie show, man. There's no like politics. There's no Vince McMahon on your at. You know what I mean? It's really laid back. They interact with the audience like. Chris's friend Mona, this, this this black woman, she fucking gets involved. If you look at my Instagram, I had put an Instagram video where one of the wrestlers, like, um, uh, it's, 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 you know, like when you double team a guy, right? You're holding their arms behind their back so they can't move, and you have your partner, like, hit him. So they do that to her. They totally grab one of the guy's arms behind her, and she gives one of the fucking Ric Flair chops to the chest. And it was, and then she ends up, like, grabbing him. Then now she's got him in that position with the arms behind her back, and Paul London's ready to slap him in the chest. And, she's, and he just goes up and starts tickling him. Oh, man, it was hilarious, dude. It was so funny. One of the wrestlers gets down. He's hurt. He's in the ground, you know. She goes up with his fan, and she starts waving him. I mean, all these wrestlers were totally interacting with her. And she gets into it, man. She starts yelling at the at the baby faces, at the good guys. She starts yelling at the heels. When she when they're losing and they're telling her to shut up, she's like, oh, don't you dare tell me something. I mean, she's staying on the rails. I mean, she gets into it. She'd be an amazing manager. I mean, she made it so much fun, like, Everyone looks at other, and she's just having a good old time. It's like it's it's just cool. It's like they're cool. That's like the thing. That's the thing they go to, man. It's it's, cool. it's, it's kind of fun to watch, yeah. But like you're saying, the rush is coming down the rails, and you know, especially if you've been like fans for like a long time and like seen it in this like smaller venue, but seeing still big names and just doing the motions and hearing the slams of the ring like super loud and, and up close and personal. It's cool, and then like they do meet and greets, like in, they have an intermission. So everyone's standing on there with the merch and stuff and just get to meet and talk to them. It's like, I don't know. It's just, it's just, like I said, and watching the wrestler, you know, and, uh, and going to these shows, it's like, I got a new appreciation. It's like a, it's like a rolling, it's like a circus, you know, they get like, instead of the tent, it's the ring. And then when, mm-hmm. when it's all said and done, they're breaking down the tent, putting their truck and let's go to the next show, you know? And, uh, and all these wrestlers are like independent contracts. They, someone work for uh, a bigger venue like Lucha Underground. Which shows up on the El Rey network, and then and then you get called up to do these these promotions. And SoCal's been doing it for ten years. In fact, they had Ray Mysterio there a couple of while back. So imagine seeing him, Ray Mysterio, like that big fucking name, and like a boys and girls club, and then meeting him afterwards and just seeing him up close and personal. Like you know, you'd, you'd have to pay you know such amount of money to watch him at SmackDown or Raw, or whatever, and only maybe even see him, you know. But to see him that close, it's like it's, it's pretty it's pretty cool, you know. So. Um, just seeing the, got to meet the promoter because Chris knows everybody. I mean, it's amazing. Like, this guy is talking to everybody. Like, he'd see, uh, they have like their, they have some of those have their, their managers that they're, you know, the toy heel and go with the motion. I mean, it was just a fucking good time. Like I said, I had been to those other venues or the other events, other wrestling events, but they're just a little bit smaller. But this one was like an actual, like, you know, with, with uh, like the names and, and title belts and score lines and, um, it was just a, it was just a good old time, and I, like I said, I, you guys know me. I'm always fans of like the, the the baseball park type food, like hot dogs and nachos, you know. 
So they had their mm-hmm. sections of that. I'm like, oh man, they got they got you know nachos and and hot dogs. And what's funny is after the show was over, that Harley, you you'd be proud, dude. Mm. So instead of wasting food, they're giving out free hot dogs. Hey, yeah. <laughs> so they're like, you know, they're gonna be like, well, we're just gonna throw them away, and we were all starving, you know, we're all yelling and chanting. We're like, yeah. So we're, so they got this, you know, little water, like a little crock pot, you know, all the hot dogs there. So I'm getting my hot dog bread. I'm, I'm putting some hot dogs. That's some nacho cheese. I throw scoop that shit up from the hot dogs. I'm like, I, I at one point I paused because I'm like, man, Harley would have dug this. <laughs> he would have liked it. That's yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So Chris, like, yeah, man. Afterwards, afterwards, they always ask if we want free hot dogs. So I usually don't want them because they give us some like, dude, that is an awesome gig. I dig that. So, um, uh, yeah, man, it was uh, so having muscles and events. It was crazy because uh, we wanted to hang out with the, with our friends afterwards. We're, oh, what are you guys gonna do? Like, oh, we're actually going to a restaurant event afterwards. It's happens to be on the same night. Um, but since it wasn't a smaller venue, it, it was cool because we got to pretty much see everything in, in, in uh, Mosque, the Mosque So um, it wasn't like, oh, we're going to miss out. In fact, if we stay there longer, we're going to spend a lot more money too. So, <laughs> um, But uh, yeah, we had a blast. And and uh, yeah, the next one's not until uh, April and it'll be in, uh, in at Pasadena again. So it'll be in a bigger mention, bigger venue. So because um, my buddy Christian, he actually missed out on Saturday. He didn't get a ticket because it sold out because... Uh, we waited too long because, <laughs> like I said, he wasn't worried. Never sells out, but this time it did. So, um, but yeah, I'm gonna, try, I'm gonna try to catch the next one in uh, in uh, October. It's gonna be at the Boys and Girls Club again. So, so and I guess I love that it's not too far. You know, most of the time they're in LA and San Diego, but that's my like my backyard. You know, or sometimes it's some in San Marcos. And fuck, man, this is super cool. So that was my weekend. But I think. Uh, that wraps it up, huh? Yeah, I think that covers it. Yeah, oh, man, we just randomly ran all things movies. We uh, checked out and naked. wrestling. We checked out, yeah, and wrestling. We checked out naked, so you didn't have to. And by <laughs> <laughs> Ryan. And uh, next week, Harley, write this down so you don't forget the homework. I know. I already did. You already I did. did. I did. Tony, he'll forget. I know I'm back. Yeah, he'll forget. I'll forget. Okay, uh, three seventy-two. It's in the books. I've been your best. Oh, you know, like I said, like my man Art. You know, if he doesn't get, in, if he doesn't go in jail, be a patron like him, be a patron. You know, donate. If you go, if you go to the badboyspodcast dot com, scroll all the way to the bottom, all the way to the bottom where it says blog rolls. There's one that says Patreon. Click on that. Become a member. We we'll love you forever. We come rewards. We'll we'll buy you a tall boy PBR. We'll uh, Carly will go to your house and mow your lawn. Um, Tony will help you program something. I don't know. I'll take you to a wrestling event. Uh, we'll think of something we gotta come up with bad boy stickers t-shirts something man we need to do something these these amazing fans are hooking us up man we really appreciate it man from all our heart for real that is amazing I mean I know like I said I said it before it's less than a cup of coffee man it's a dollar I mean it's you know if you want to donate a dollar if you want to donate two love you even more um and not that we don't love you already we absolutely love you guys um I just I guess what else to say but I've been your boy Fondo. We ride together. Harley, we die together. MCP, bad boy. In fact, Harley did die, remember? We got his a bit too rare. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs>